And welcome to episode 142 of the Misanthropod. I am Snipe, and as always, I am joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. I am also joined by Drambly Bumbly. Say hello. Hello. I am also, also joined by the bodacious Rem Rem Kilchan. How are you, darling? It's been 84 years, but I'm finally back. We missed you. Why didn't, like, we've been asking you every month, please, Rem, come back. We miss you. And you've been like, no, shan't. Yes, I'm too busy challenging for the TNT title in AEW, clearly. Um. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, like, we respect your dreams. Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) How are you lovely gentlemen doing this fine evening? I I am I am doing okay. Uh, Matthew, you doing you doing good? Yeah, I'm I'm doing good, thank you. Yeah, Rems. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. (laughs) Everything is acceptable. Everything is great. (laughs) Oh, but by the way, did Narina turn up at your house yet with cinnamon buns? Not yet. We're seeing her on Thursday. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're seeing her tomorrow, aren't you? I am, yes. Yeah. She messaged me and she was like, hello. Can we, can we like, meet? It? Was it? What do people call it? Like, meet Warhammer space? World, <laughs> yeah, it was a Warhammer world. Yeah. Like, let's meet up and meet. She did not say meet space. Don't. <laughs> I'm not going to start spreading rumors about Narina. She's an absolute darling. <laughs> We can confirm here that Narina does not use the term meat space. Yeah, so she's completely fine. Not yet. Green, green. Drama Matt, that was said with such <laughs> intent. <laughs> you're you're going to message her after the podcast and be like, hey, Narina, you don't know me, but I know you. <laughs> this is probably a very strange conversation. Anyone listen to this that doesn't know who Narina is. She'll just um, turn around and say, Barkale. But anyway. <laughs> to all the Finns out there, hi. <laughs> Oh no, none of them are listening after Snipe's impression of a Finnish accent from a few episodes back. Was this it an was instance rough. where she confused like a, a Finnish accent for a Danish accent or something? No. I think it was mostly Swedish. No, it's I'm from Finland, it is always cold. Yeah, it was Swedish. <laughs> No, no good Swedish accent. Okay, the thing is, like, full disclosure, obviously it's a fucking joke. And I did get some people going, haha, Snipe, that's very funny, but you are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We do not sound like that. And I'm like, I know, that's the joke. Sorry to go off on a tangent already. I know it's only been about, like, a minute. (laughs) Um, You just reminded me of this clip from, like, this um, Scandinavian stand up comic. I can't remember his name, but he was talking about the different um, Nordic stereotypes. And he was saying things like, He's from Iceland. He must be broke. He must be broke. He is from Norway. He must be rich. He must be rich. He, m- he is from Finland. He must be drunk. He must be drunk. He is from Sweden. He works in Norway. He works in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> he is from Denmark. I can't understand a fucking word he's saying. <laughs> I know on, on the topic fi- um, Finnish stereotypes, and I was told this by a Finn. So this is this is you know citation needed, but I'm. But, um, it, I just was... I just love we've now got the misanthropod <laughs> racial stereotypes corner. Yeah. My least favourite corner. <laughs> but at least a... we front load it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> it's not a bad one. It's, a, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I was yeah. I was told this by a Finn that they said, um, "How how do you know? How can you tell a um, extrovert Finnish person?" 
they only stab you twice. No, they look. They look at their uh, at your shoes when they talk to you, not theirs. Oh. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but I was told it by a Finn, so I, you know, I believe them more than me. I like. Hey. I believe them more than me. Good, good rally car drivers as well, or just racing drivers in general. A lot of good racing drivers true. come from yeah. Finland. Yeah. They just imagine they're getting away from Finland. I don't think Possibly. that's There's also a lot of bands as well. Depend, dependent on your music us? genre of choice, mm. I, I would expect. Well, I'm sure like pretty much everyone loves Stradivarius. I mean, honestly, yeah. There that's kind go. of like, yeah. Is this what I sound like when I start talking about cryptic Oh, Chipmunk? no, you sound worse. <laughs> <laughs> are you not talking about the hunting Bigfoot thing again, are you? <laughs> no, he doesn't no. stop. He just he, yeah, he lives Ancient Aliens cycles. Bigfoot edition. Who built the pyramids? It was Bigfoot. It was the Finnish. It, oh, it, it turns out it was Chewbacca. Bigfoot. Bigfoot was Chewbacca. Oh no, Bigfoot's a part of whole Ancient Aliens thing. Don't worry. Ren, about what have it. you done? Uh, no, I won't get into it. No. <laughs> shall we? Get, shall we get into what this podcast is supposed to ostensibly be about? There, it's not supposed to be about anything. Yeah, <laughs> it, maybe it was one. Oh, I know it's going. It's going to be about Robert Patrick's balls, isn't it? <gasps> Actually, yes. We'll get to that part in my section. Right. <laughs> Stay tuned, <laughs> testicle fans! The other corner of the podcast, <laughs> which has got dusty over several years, the uh, discussion Me? of the testicles within the Terminator series corner. Honestly, it's, it's Terminator- a valid... Terminator testicles. Terminaticals. Terminesticles. The Scrotonator, there you go. Oh, Scrotonator. T1... <laughs> Thousand ballsack. Anyway, I'm going first, so I'm going to tell you fuckers what I've been doing. Okay, then. We're we're literally, I don't know, it's filibustering. We're a stream of consciousness waiting for you to jump in. Oh, oh, yeah, that's that's definitely what was happening. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so, uh, over the last, well, month, I guess, uh, I've been doing a few bits and pieces. Um, Been painting uh, a bunch of epic um, minis, um, completely unrelated to the uh, Legions Imperialis announcement. I started doing it before it and was like, man, I, I'd really like to, you know, like yeah, properly collect an army like <laughs> yeah. this. And then it was like, oh, by the way, we're releasing a new game uh, with new models uh, that are more consistently sized and you won't have quite as much trouble finding the individual ones you want because they'll just be on shelves. Uh, okay. Uh, cool, I guess that's what I'm doing then. I guess it's like pretty obvious now that Games Workshop bugged our kitchen. <laughs> Possibly yeah. so. Possibly so. Uh, but yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, so I've been doing two batches of them. So one I've been doing, which uh, is Death Skull Orcs, I've been painting traditionally. Because you're a madman. Um, so obscene, obscenely small details, uh, occasionally having to paint like orc tusks that are... You know, on a six millimeter tall model, um, and uh, I've also been painting some Marines, uh, Sons of Medusa specifically, in contrast, um, uh, which is an interesting, uh, interesting comparison. Although I have, I, I had kind of a honeymoon period with the contrast, and then a- ever since I said good things about it, it's been nothing but trouble because it's been so fucking humid here that everything that I've Jinx primed it. has gone <laughs> slightly wrong. <laughs> Uh, and it turns out contrast really does not like it when the uh, the um, primer gets a little grainy, as it is likely to do when it's too humid. Um, so that's a bit of a pain in the ass, but um, but still, I am overall enjoying it, and I'm, I'm using this opportunity whilst things are uncomfortable to prime white to um, 
paint a bunch of uh, of the bunch more of the orcs, and so they're coming along. I just finished off a, a thing of commandos, mm-hmm. so that was fun. So I've now painted the smallest woolly hats I have ever painted in my life. <laughs> um, I actually have a related question to this. Yes. So on on your on your Twitter, yeah, um, you posted a picture of some of these models, and you mentioned that you hadn't put as many models on the base as you should. Yes. Does that have an impact gameplay wise, or is no. it, is the base the base just counts as whatever's on it, and you can stick kind of whatever on the base? Okay, depends on the edition, uh, how much you're supposed <laughs> okay. to put yeah. on there. But in gameplay right. terms, it doesn't matter at all. Um, okay. The bases have squares, well, little squares. They have little indent circles for five miniatures. Uh, so if you want to put three on, then obviously you miss two out. Or and if you want to put four on, then you do have to like put them on midway and kind of build up some milliput or something in between to mm. fill up the gap. Yep. But Okay. So yeah, uh, if if I remember correctly, um, they the uh, that sometimes they have specifically said what you're supposed to do on it, and I think Epic Forty Thousand, which is the third edition of it, which is where the strip bases started because they were square before that. Um, though I think that does specify five, but when it got to the next edition, Epic Armageddon, it says anywhere from three to seven. Uh, can be on one base and you can do all manner of weird shenanigans with the size and shape of the bases because by that point there'd been so many different standards that they'd been using for the bases that they just (laughs) went fuck it everything's fine nice so uh so yeah that's that's uh that's been a bit of fun a bit of fun um and yeah i went out the other day and got the paints to uh paint uh, Sons of Horus for the Legions Imperialis stuff when uh, when that comes out. So that should be a bit of fun. Uh, I've also I've also been watching a couple of TV shows. Um, Strange New World season two, of course, um, continues to be a very fun show. Um, Interesting people don't aliens? know. No, no. Strange Strange New Worlds <laughs> is the new the new Star Trek. It's um, a prequel to the original series, as in uh, Captain Pike, who was the captain of the Enterprise before Kirk. It's during his captaincy. Didn't they get cancelled? No, I'm thinking the old one got cancelled. Uh, well, I mean, Dis- Discovery, uh, which is the No, no, the no, other... not that one. The, the other one. Um... Oh, Enterprise, Enterprise. The one in the early 2000s. No, the one that had Janeway back in it. Oh, Prodigy. Yes, uh, that got, uh, that got um, cancelled for, like... While its second season was in production and is mostly done, from my understanding, um, because uh, apparently destroying art for tax write-offs is just a thing that's in vogue right now. Yeah, it's a thing, you know. <laughs> um, which sucks. Uh, I've seen a bit of it. It seemed quite good. Um, like, obviously, that's a kid's show, um, but I watch a lot of kid's shows, so I'm not going to be. I'm not being snotty about that. It's just, yeah, it just so it's a bit of a different tone to the other stuff, but. Yeah, that's all right. And yeah, um, Strange New Worlds, absolutely uh, fantastic. Also, uh, one of the episodes um, does a a time travel thing and they finally give a good explanation or at least an explanation as to why the um, eugenics wars always seem to be a bit squirrely exactly when they take place in Star Trek canon. Uh, (laughs) Just wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey bullshit stuff. (laughs) <laughs> Effectively, too too much time travels made that uh, made that particular event get a bit weird. 
So that's why in the earlier things it's described as happening as I, I, I want to say 1993 is when the eugenics war starts and later things have said it happens, I think, in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, and so, yeah, they, they gave an explanation for that, uh, which is quite fun. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, season two has been good so far. I think there's four episodes out currently. There will be five by the time you hear this. Uh, and yeah, they have been good, uh, just like the first season. It might be the most consistently good from the start that Star Trek has ever been. So that's good. <laughs> Considering that's never happened before isn't saying that much. <laughs> uh, some of them have had decent first seasons. Yeah, Can't I think know. of them hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Lower Decks had a good first season. It definitely wasn't TNG. That first season was terrible. TNG had a rough first season. Voyager had a rough first season, although Voyager's pretty rough all over. Slight correction. TNG had a rough first three seasons. I don't know. I think think, um, think season three is where it really picks up. And I think there is some decent stuff between season one and especially two. But a a chocolate-covered turd is still a turd, though. I mean, yes. Not if you eat all the chocolate off it. Yeah, but then you get the residue, then, don't you? Well, maybe. Okay, like how? Like, what's the ambient temperature of the? Okay, okay, I'm. I'm uh, this is getting sandbag hard. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, Room temperature. I mean, to be fair, I think uh, <laughs> I. I have often maintained that I think deep. A lot of people say like Deep Space Nine also, you know, has a rough first season. And whilst I do broadly agree, I do think it's better than a lot of people give it credit for because I kind of like the more character focused stuff in the early in the early seasons before the dominion war kicks off i can like see I do... that but at the same time it also feels like the next generation the next generation it does a bit it does a bit it's it's very much a continuation of that and hasn't quite got its own identity yet um and you know cisco hasn't shaved his head or grown a goatee um which is how you know when the series has got really good yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, so Strange New World's great. Uh, I've also watched, been watching a less good uh, show, uh, which is uh, the new Marvel thing, Secret Invasion. Oh, is that the one that uses uh, AI okay. for the intro? It does, yes, which uh, certainly puts a sour taste in your mouth right off right the gate. Like the comic Right off the story, gate, that's the saying. Fucking hell. Just the story, like, the comic story is just... Uh. It's like, do something good, like House of M. Fuck off. <laughs> I, I think the problem is, is that um, I'm, I'm watching it and like, it's 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 just a Marvel thing. Uh, it, but it has this problem of, I, I don't know if, if you will notice this, but whenever, whenever the Marvel movies try and do any kind of allegory to real world politics, oof, it's often real bad. Um... Because they often handle it really messily. Um, this one's doing a particular uh, facet of that, which is that it's um, telling the story of what uh, of what if uh, David Icke, the guy who says that uh, there are shape shifting reptilians in all the halls of power, um, which is a which what he actually means is the Jews, but you know, he's a conspiracy theorist. What you want? Yeah. Um, but what if that was true? And uh, I don't know, maybe it's just something about the last handful of years, but something that, that says what if people like that were were right kind of feels a bit like, mm, I maybe would have told another story before this one. It's a bit unfortunate timing-wise. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you can't tell those stories, of course. There's plenty of things done around conspiracy theories. I liked um, 
uh, what was it? Inside Job, the animated series that was on Netflix a little while back. And that's that's all conspiracy theory stuff. Um, I thought that was quite fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think because the, the show doesn't have much else going for it, it's just very much, did you want to see a, a bunch of the Marvel characters, but not the ones we have to pay too much because we've got Samuel L. Jackson in there and we can't afford any other big one? <laughs> um like, do you want to see them running around and doing sort of vaguely spy shit? Eh? No. It's, nah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, ju- I'm just kind of, I'm just interested to see where it goes, but not because I'm enjoying it, but just because I, I, I when I see something handling a premise like that, I kind of want to see where they go with it, you know? To be honest, I don't think there's been a good Marvel TV series since Daredevil. That's my personal. Sobs in Punisher. Only one season. <laughs> Punisher season one was pretty good. Uh, Miss Marvel had its moments. Um, Loki was pretty fun. I'm trying to remember what the other ones mm. were now. Oh, there's One Division. One Division was pretty damn good. I need to see that still. Yeah. Me too. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was um, lib shit. Um, <laughs> what I know about that show is that he's out of line, but he's got a point meme. Like the bad guys are literally like, hey, maybe we should care about people. And they're like, oh, fuck. The bad guys actually have a really good point. <laughs> yeah, the fun- oh, no. <laughs> the fun part about Falcon and the Winter Soldier is about halfway through the season, they remember that, oh, yeah, we're supposed to make the antagonists in this uh, series be wrong about something uh, because they are objectively right about everything. Oh, let's make them do a couple of... Um, Really, uh, really like bad, like terrorist things because uh, they they actually have a point, and we we forgot to make them the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a weird one. I was going to say there was another one that I quite I, I quite enjoyed, but since I can't remember it, uh, that probably doesn't say anything good. <laughs> yeah, I I consider the Marvel uh, Cinematic oh, I, 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 Universe at this said, point. Jessica Jones was good. I remember that as well. Yeah. Oh, Jessica Jones was really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah, forgot about. Did they make a second season of that? I think so. Oh well, yeah, because that. What? Then, then they had that team up series, didn't they, with Luke Cage and Iron Oh Fist. yeah. Everyone except John Bernthal, <laughs> which was conspicuously absent. But also, I don't mind if that's kept separate. I feel that uh, the... like he has just like literally stolen Spider-Man's web shooters and gone on a killing spree before. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man beat him up for it though, so it was cool. <laughs> But like but, just sitting there, just trying to imagine that in live action, just is man. is terrifying to me. I let's just say, uh, uh, once again, given uh, context of the wider world, I can understand if they are, uh, you know, being very careful with the times that they uh, bring out yeah. uh, the Punisher uh, these days. That's fair. That's like fair. how they changed his symbol to an objectively much worse one. But I get it. I understand. Yeah. I mean, what else can they fucking do, really? Yeah. It's, a, it's a grim situation. Um, a, less, a less grim situation is I have also been playing a couple of video games. Um, Ooh. This economy? Uh, been playing a bit of No Man's Sky, which I've played mostly on oh, yeah. stream. Ah, I've been meaning to get that since it came out, and then not for a little bit, and then it got better, and I've been meaning to play it again. <laughs> Because, yeah, I, um, I I think I talked about this at the time, but it was, like, literally 2016. My God, this mm. podcast has been going on for too much of our lives. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
Um, but I think I talked about it at the time. Um, but for people that don't remember, <laughs> eight years ago. Um, <laughs> Go on, what episode? Well, was that seven on? years ago. Um, Ten. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for people that don't remember that, uh, that, I was always a little bewildered by No Man's Sky uh, because uh, everyone was really hyped for it and uh, was was l- believing everything that the devs were saying about it, despite mm. it being obviously not true because tech didn't really exist for some of the stuff they were saying and the rest of it just sounded like a wish list that you would have for an open world space game um so i looked at it and went well it's a space it's a space sim that has a a fun um aesthetic choice um okay that that looks interesting maybe i'll check it out one day but everyone was really hyped for it for reasons i couldn't fathom and then it came out and it was the game i thought it was um but that disappointed basically everybody. Uh, and over time, they've added so much to it that it basically isn't that launch game anymore, which I know some people that did enjoy the original game has kind of put it off, put the, put them off it. Hmm. Cause it's not as, it, it's not got the, it's not solitary anymore. You don't feel as lonely. It's not, you know, some people like the kind of contemplative loneliness mm. of the, of the game, which I understand. I totally get that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of disappeared a bit now, and now multiplayer is nice and easy to do. And so I've been playing a bit with Longfang on stream. I played a little bit on my own as well. And yeah, um, I I do feel that the game um, suffers from a problem that if you are playing it on PC and you play it with a keyboard, um, as as I always will, because I don't get on with like anything that has first person shooting in it that. I, 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 I'm not I good. I am unable. Yeah. I'm not good. I'm not good with a controller with that. So I always prefer <clears> to <throat> use mouse and keyboard. Um, yeah, the controls are really fucking weird for it. Um, <laughs> and there's lots of like weird, like bizarre decisions about how things control or how menus work or how you interface with things. Where everything is not the button you would expect it to be. And um, I found trying to internalize that on stream whilst also, you know, chatting and, and you know, trying to be remotely entertaining uh, meant that I just couldn't take anything in from the game. Mm. And um, yeah, uh, but I did find one thing I actually really enjoy about the game, which is, uh, do you remember the Albed language in Final Fantasy X where it you picked up individual words of it? Letters. Yeah. Well, letters. Yeah, it was yeah. letters in that. Yeah, where well, you picked up little bits of it to be able to gradually translate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have that for the alien um, species you encounter, but you like learn words from them. So you go up to them and basically go, hey, can you teach me a word? And he's like, well, yes, I'm going to teach you a word. And one will teach you the word for Come. trader. Oh. The other one will teach you the word like some, inter- you know, some some just bits of language you don't even really think of like word you'd need. But it's like, oh, I'm going to teach you the word the and you go to another one, it'll teach you how to say frottage. You know, everything you need to know. Oh. Um, and uh, and so, and so I've been really enjoying just going to the space stations and talking to every alien and gradually assembling uh, the languages to be able to slowly piece together what some of them are saying. Even though I've assembled such a small amount of it that I can barely understand anything. But I don't Welcome know. Welcome to my life as someone who's obsessed with trying to learn languages. Yeah, but this is one where I don't have to remember anything. Okay. So it's much um so it, it's it's much easier than that because I cannot learn languages. Oh my that part of my brain just doesn't turn on. I've tried, I have failed That's quite okay. dismally. Sometimes your brain is just not wired to do something very easily. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I have I have been enjoying it. But yeah, the the controls and the, the interface. Oof. Uh, you can tell it's designed for a controller, and um, yeah. yeah, it's little things like oh, uh, when you're in a menu, when you're in any menu, right click is back. Ew. Um, and <laughs> so you want to reach for like escape, but no, it's right click. Things like that, and the game, uh, the, the games menus are full of that all over. Lots of like everything that could be something that are that on. Um, you know pcs and stuff would tend to just come up with a are you sure thing uh it's all like hold down to commit things so everything's like a you know a hold to confirm system and because the whole thing is built around that very console way of controlling things it just puts a layer of of slight disattachment between me and the game yeah um that i've not quite overcome i know i will in time because there's lots of games you can have that with i remember having that a bit with like the souls kind of style of play to begin with as well because it's so different to every Mm. other like third person action game i played uh but yeah um uh the other game i played is uh final fantasy 9 uh which i have never played before oh that new and upcoming (laughs) franchise Final Fantasy. Yeah, what I should have done is led you all, is led you all down the uh, garden path and been like, oh, so you know there's a new Final Fantasy coming out? Well, it's just come out. You know, people are all hyped for that. And yeah, that's that, not a know. good thing to do with someone in melee range. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I never played it at the time because um, I didn't like the art style, quite frankly. I, I, I Final Fantasy VII is my favourite game ever. Uh, and I enjoyed Final Fantasy VIII, but not enough to finish it. Um and then when it, when nine came out, and I looked at it, and I went, I I, I think I, I I would have said something to the effect of like, oh, it's anime bullshit, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Which you'd be right for saying, but also, not, but eight you was don't as have well. Much of a right, seven. I mean, eight yeah. is probably the most kind of like anime bullshit, where it's like, I don't have a personality, and I'm a um, miserable piece of shit. Some hot woman likes me for some reason, I guess. Yeah, and I'll t- I'll say this. Isn't that all um, the fantasies though? See, Pretty this is, much. This is the thing with nine. The protagonist does not speak ninety percent in, ellip- in ellipses. Um, a rarity hmm. uh, in this era. But I did know. say what I did see what he said earlier, which was a chick with a husky, sexy voice. And then he said he did like look. Yowza. I, did, I didn't say the personality <laughs> that replaced the ellipses was a positive. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm playing the remastered version that's on Steam. Um, so uh, it has the odd thing where all of the models are running at like a modern resolution. So that's running at 1080 with the best like textures possible. So though they're pretty rudimentary models, the textures are really good. Um, but they obviously couldn't re-render the pre-rendered backgrounds. So those are still at like whatever the PS1 ran at, which is like 320 something. That's like an old PC gamer trick you used to do. If you if your hardware wasn't quite up to it, you'd like lower the detail of everything but put the textures up high. Yeah. So yeah. it would give the illusion of being better, but the performance <laughs> would be like slightly better. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's an it's a little it took me a little bit to get used to that that is a real disparity between certain elements of the game but uh, but yeah um, I've been ha- I've been having a lot of fun with it uh, to basically play an old school Final Fantasy of the type that I personally prefer but that just I don't have any experience with um, so it's it's quite fun to di- like discover a game that everyone else has already discovered you know. Uh, and for it to all be new to me. Hmm. Um, so I'm playing through without a guide or anything. I just want to, you know, try and do it like 
with, without like worrying too much about what I'm not unlocking or what I'm missing. Just just trying to play through like as I would have at the time, you know? Organically. Oh, yeah, an organic playthrough. And then if I really, really enjoy it, maybe later on I'll do one where I'll go through and, and do absolutely everything. But but yeah, um, it's, 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 quite, it's quite fun. Um, I, I, I will say, because I'm, I'm like four hours or something through the game so i'm not hugely that far through it but um for final fantasy anyway hmm. um uh but i i do i do hope that they stop emphasizing how much uh the um lead um female character garnet i really hope they stop emphasizing how she is 16 years old all the time they constantly harp on it mm. uh and then um with the new high res textures you go that is an upsettingly well modeled ass well well detailed textured ass you've put on that 16 year old oh um, good yeah love that mm. yeah I really hope that they reel it in but let's be honest it's gonna get worse they, they haven't mentioned her age in like an hour so uh, I'm hoping we can go forth without any uncomfortable uh, things where uh, they're like uh, look at this smoke show who's 16 mm-hmm. uh, which is um a little bit, especially because the style of the game is like kind of um, these kind of more chibi looking kind of style characters. Uh, so uh, everyone looks like a toddler anyway. Um, it's a little weird, uh, but, you know, it is it is part of the, the style of the thing. Uh, but at least, uh, you know, the characters have returned to being a little bit more fun. Because uh, as much as as much as I do love Seven, um, Cloud's not the most fun character a lot of the time. I'm really glad in the remake they made him more fun. Well, they gave him a bit more personality. So. Yeah, he's a, he's he's a, a lot miserable more... piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a bit more sardonic in the remake, so it's like... Yeah. He just seems... He's just a little bit more endearing. Mm. He's not as cool as Zack Fair, though. Oh, no. I think that's where most of his, like, douchiness comes from, because he knows he'll never be that cool. Um, and Squall is the the peak of that. Um, He's just peak anime boy. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, so it is it is quite nice uh, to play one that at least you know pe- the, the characters seem to be having a bit more fun with things, and uh, you know that's that's kind of fun. And and Vivi is adorable, so that's uh... see we have a friend called Violet who I call Vivi a lot, so it's been <laughs> throwing me through a loop, going. Oh, Vivi's so cute. And I'm like, well, yeah, but what a weird thing to just say out of, the, out of, out of nowhere. <laughs> she is not a four foot tall black mage. She is not. So. She's uh, a red mage. Is... <laughs> yeah, she's a red mage. Duh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'll, I'll carry on playing it. Uh, who knows? Maybe I will report back uh, on a later episode. But uh, for now... Um, for now, yeah, that's that's me done. So I will pass over to our esteemed guest, uh, guest Remleys. Uh, what have you been up to uh, as of late, my friend? <laughs> um, same old, same old, really. Um, <laughs> script writing, editing videos, that kind of thing. I recently um, got a, a new Fury video finished. That's already up, available for patrons. I'm not going to make that go live until after I finish the second one I'm working on because it's going to be part of a double build because they are technically, like, they're tangentially related. They, they both cover the same faction, technically speaking. So mm. I want to mm. basically make it... I don't want to really, release one, then, like, you know, a week or, like, two or three weeks down the line, release another one on the same subject because people might go, <laughs> that's a bit stupid, isn't it? So that's why what I'm trying to do is a double bill kind of thing. Um, there, There is the whole problem of the content creator thing where... 
you're like, look, I've been doing a lot of work, you just can't see it yet. <laughs> yeah. But... Also, everybody should go follow uh, uh, Remlays on Patreon. Oh, yeah, just, uh, just saying. Um, I'm not going to plug anymore because it's not my place, not my show. But anyway. Um... <laughs> go for it, dude. It's fine. But yeah, patrons can already see the, fir- the first video. Um, if you join over the $2 tier, you can join the Patreon exclusive Discord, blah, blah, blah. And something, something, crickets. Um, sorry, we were going to add that in. <laughs> $10 plus is uh, feet, like, weekly feet picks, which I, I'm subscribed to, honestly. There's some quality feet picks in there. Uh, you shouldn't joke about things like this. Small probably will sign up for that, for that reason. No means <laughs> Can you imagine getting in, like, you get, like, a $10 patron, and then, like, a week later, they're like, I was missold this Patreon subscription. <laughs> just got, uh, just going to go check wiki feet to see if there is a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Remley's uh, entry. I I honestly don't know if that's a real site or not. I can't tell if you're no, joking. No, it legitimately is. It, 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 it is. It is yeah. yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's, there's, a, there's there's a reason why I wait. There's a couple of times, like I think it's in the uh, bat reps we've done, where you're just a slut with your toes out, where I'm not wearing socks because it's my fucking flat. People have sent you print screens of your own feet. <laughs> you're like, okay, like I've, I've blurred them out before because I'm like, fuck, I don't want any part of this. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm for some reason I'm now reminded of um, you probably you probably have never watched it because thing it's wrestling related. But have you ever heard of a show called Quizzlemania? Yes. Right, because one of the game rounds they have in that show is a game called Whose Nips Are These? <laughs> and they have to try and guess Masterful. which... And they have to try and guess um, which wrestler these nipples belong to. Wonderful. That's... <laughs> I am very, very well acquainted with Eddie Guerrero's nipples. This, sound, this sounds um... like an oddly sexual version of a round from... There was... I, I think I've talked about this before, but there was a... Um, like never mind the Buzzcocks esque panel show that was launched very briefly on the BBC that was about cars. You know when they just like try different formats of like oh this oh, is, is this one. Oh, the one with Chris Barry on? Yeah, it? and it had an insufferably boring car. Yeah, nerd. they had Chris Barry on it, who is just a big car nerd. So one of the rounds was we're going to show you a small part of a car and you have to guess what it we're was. We're going to show you this car's nipples. Basically, and, you have to figure out. and Chris Barry would just get it instantly, so it was just really boring. Uh, that show lasted, I think, one season. Yeah, because Chris Barry probably answered <laughs> everything with like Three. the most joyless kind of. That's from a nineteen ninety seven Toyota car. Yeah, <laughs> Toyota, I, I don't Toyota know. Fuck, yeah, I don't know shit all about cars. Obviously, that's from a Vauxhall Cavalier. Um, <laughs> excellent car, by the way. <laughs> we are not doing this. You want to talk to me about cars? We talk about we talk about Utes. We talk about Mustangs. And we don't fucking talk no, at all. We talk okay? about the Vauxhall Cavalier. <laughs> what about a tuk-tuk? What? A tuk-tuk. Tuk-tuks. Okay, tuk-tuks are amazing. Tuk-tuks are great. Yeah, I stole one in Far Cry 6 that was painted to look like a crocodile. Yes. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's a similar format to that, but with less nipples and more headlights. And more boring, presumably. Yeah. So we're talking about restless nipples, and I completely yes. have like microdosed <laughs> to becoming a ghost, and just completely forgot <laughs> what we were talking about. Speaking speaking of which, I need to send you another dark side of the ring at some point. With oh, good, good. Those those, those are, are always so cheery, so I'll, fun. I'll, I'll send you the one about XPW. You know the porno wrestling company. <laughs> okay, which uh, ended yeah. up having a situation where a guy was sleeping with the promoter's wife, who was a porn star, and. To, 
to get revenge, the promoter sent a couple of hired thugs around his house who beat him he up. Fuck them too. No, no, they beat him up and then cut off his thumb with a pair of garden shears. Oh, to be fair, that's like probably a really good cut because some of those garden shears are really good. <laughs> I, I think I've I'm said, taking the wrong thing away from this. I think I've said this before, but like, I, I when it comes to wrestling, there is so much of it. Like, obviously, wrestling is a fiction. It is sports entertainment. It's theater. But it's theater. Yeah, yeah. But no, no joke. It actually is a form of yeah. theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, but nowhere near enough of it is fake. Way more of it should be fake. Uh, so much of the weird shit that goes on behind the scenes that absolutely doesn't have to, but it's just because you've got a lot of very big guys who are Taking given a lot of, a lot of very interesting drugs that do a lot of interesting things to their brains. It's pretty. Fairness, that was more in the eighties, the drugs uh, thing, but yeah, yeah, very I, much. I, so. I think the Steeler thing is when you get like people doing insane risks for very little mm. reward, like the time when you had someone climb up the scaffolding of a building to do an elbow drop off onto a guy on a table and then missed and hit the concrete floor elbow oh. first. Oh. Yeah. Yep, yep. Reminds me, there was uh, oh, there's some wrestler, some poor guy who fucking died. Uh, sure, I, I, well, I can't even remember his name. Owen Hart. Um, but yeah, what, sorry? Owen Hart. Owen Hart, that's the one. Yeah, he literally did a big mm. drop in and just fucking died. And it's just like, yeah, that's because he was given the wrong wow. harness. Yeah, completely wrong. He just mm. could not support his weight because, you know, wrestlers... It was, desi- yeah, it was, it was designed for, like, um, un- like, unhooking a sail for, like, you know, a yacht or something. Like, to be mm. a quick release. And it's like, this is like a 250-pound <laughs> yeah. man. It's not yeah. designed... Imagine him releases under six pounds of pressure. <laughs> yeah. You might as well have just attached into a wallet chain. You literally might. <laughs> yeah, just give him like a napkin, like fucking like parachute. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think that's it. It's like, yeah, there's... Be- between all of these, like, w- the weird stunts and people uh, making decisions uh, after, rec- after being hit in the head repeatedly for a living... You can just say Vince McMahon is a fucking... <laughs> it's fine. Oh, he's awful. He's, oh, yeah. he's an absolute monster. Mm. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, it's it's always always fascinating to me of how much of the the weird shit just goes down when it doesn't have to. <laughs> like, yeah, and then on the other so... side of the spectrum, you get things like you know Joe Hendry. Yes, yeah, he, he, uh, I, I I I approve of that man's. Uh, Is that the man energy. who does? Who's like like there so... was that weird thing where he kept he keeps popping into this couple's kitchen because yeah. he's like shagging the guy's wife yes. and yeah. the guy's like nice yeah. <laughs> okay yeah that's fucking great i love him yeah. he's awesome <laughs> and he threw the remote control car at moose's dick he did he did incredible i don't understand wrestling at all but that's i okay. it is it is an interesting thing to witness as an outsider i will admit <laughs> it's a very interesting thing <laughs> but yeah you've been up to hotels there Ren? um not really, to be honest. Just mainly, <laughs> oh, mainly work, to be honest. Um, I'm currently writing a script about the towel that's in its first draft, sitting at about five pages for its first draft. Um, oh, God. So uh, when I do the eventual so rewrites... So like 7,000 words? Uh, I will tell you how many words the initial draft is at currently. If I'm, I load up I'm currently writing just a piece of fiction. Words, I reckon. Shut up! I'm running. I'm currently writing a piece of fiction that is up to twenty-seven thousand words. It is and currently. I'm, yes, I know it's running a virus scan. Fuck off! It's currently. <laughs> it's currently. It's currently. <laughs> it's currently. <laughs> it's currently. Three thousand words exactly. 
Hey. Oh, I hate you. Okay, we can just do this. He's like the the <laughs> numerical whisperer. It's well, almost, he'll literally like shut the fuck up. It's almost like I write scripts and I know how long they how how long a scripts like will be on screen. I so wish like, Rem had know. just lied to me and said I was right just to fuck with you. Because <laughs> I was actually always... twelve thousand four hundred six. Wow, you're writing a really small font, there, dude. I know. <laughs> it's like one pixel high. <laughs> yeah. My 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 Google Drive keeps my Google Docs keeps doing that to me where I'm like oh new sentence and it's like this is going to be at three pixels at point three font. I have no idea how you've managed that. I don't either, and I'm I'm so reason, mad the about behind the words has now changed from white to grey. Oh no, I always have mine in dark mode because I'm so goth. I have to type with a black <laughs> background. It also is nicer for my eyes. It is supposed to be better for your eyes. Yeah, so. I prefer reading it like is, that, yeah. yeah, It's not as bright. That just reminds me of the fact that Alpha Buse has Discord in light mode, and everyone's like, why the fuck are you having it in light mode? What's wrong okay, with you? Okay, so, like, <laughs> apparently Alpha Boost is a serial killer, then. I'm so, I don't, like, He's the light mode? He, oh, 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 well. <laughs> but no, like, light mode on anything is the worst. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It, it frightens me. I don't like it. Scary. <laughs> Oof, very bad. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna message him at the boom. And be like, is it true that you use? That would be a great rumor to start about someone you don't like. <laughs> I don't think it would. Yeah, it would. I think it'd be so. <laughs> is that what you're doing, Remley? Do you hate Alpha Boost? <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> add him right now and just ask. <laughs> it's like, hey, Alpha Booster. Remley says you use light mode. Is it true? Do, do I have to hate you now? No, I'm joking. I've I've been meaning to uh, talk talk to him because you you've encountered like uh, a, a character in WoW that unironically had the same kind of description as his Tauren with the most diseased <gasps> feet, except oh, no, they did no, it because no, no, it was no, sexy. No, no, apparently, no, 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 no. I didn't I'm, encounter I'm this. Sorry, this is... What? Okay, so I play World of Warcraft. You poor thing. Yeah, I was waiting for everyone to go, Ugh, which is fair, mm. yeah. I, mean, um, I, I have too much history with that game to judge anyone who plays it. Mm. You really do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I play on roleplay servers and you have add-ons where like you can, like if, if everyone else has the add-on too, you can fill it in and you mouse over them and it shows you their roleplay things. Like they can have like a big fancy name, they have titles, they have <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say name then. <laughs> what? They have a big fancy um... name. <laughs> <laughs> it should be noted that yes, if you don't know, um, Alpha Busa of of uh, TTS and Hunter the Parenting fame um, plays well. His he had a I, I don't know if he, he still plays I them, hope not, but he had but a he had a ca- yeah he had a tauren and their whole thing was that they were like a foul diseased mass and he would describe their like oozing hooves. No, no, I remember <sighs> once I, I literally <sighs> read his profile while I was like talking to him and Erndal, I think, and like. I was reading it and it was like, oh, so I can't even remember what the character's name. It was like, so and so has a, has spongy hooves filled with pus. Yeah, and I'm like, I literally was like, Alpha, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, and he 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 thinks it's fucking hilarious because yeah. he's Alpha Booster and he can fucking do what he wants. And like, a friend of mine, Plasma Dragon, he plays on American servers, but he's also a role player. Ah. and because the American servers are way more populated, and like, he was wandering around and he he encountered a Pandaren lady whose roleplay profile was pages and pages and pages and pages of levels of how disgusting her feet were. 
but there were levels of it. So like level one is ingrown toenails and smelly. Level two was like getting gangrenous. And like, they were like, just tell me what level you want for, for erotic role play. Is there a level zero? I hope there is a level zero where you just delete that person's like home <laughs> computer and they just, I don't know. I mean, like, to be, like, ultimately, what are they hurting apart from my psyche? But like, yeah, and like, uh, this was a while ago, but we do need to tell Alpha Boost. It's like, hey, someone did this thing that you were doing, but for like very real, unfunny sex reasons. Yeah, your because your like, irony, your ironic uh, thing has it is true, and someone jacks off to it. Yeah, someone just saw that and was like, "Oh, actually," <laughs> like, oh. which I think is just the internet in general, really, isn't it? I, yeah, connecting people in the worst possible fucking way. Yeah. It's like that thread I saw on Reddit. Okay, fuck Reddit. But, like, it was on an Ask Reddit thread going, ooh, what, like, what weird thing, do, like, do you find attractive, or that, like, turns you on that you're embarrassed about? And people were like, I like women with glasses. It's like, wow, fucking women with glasses. That's some sick shit, my guy. <laughs> You should literally just... Such do- devious kink. Yeah, d- deport yourself to a fucking monastery, you psychopath. It was just so weird. And like, I'd like it when when men have just got up and they're a little bit disheveled. It's like, yeah, famously <laughs> hated and shamed by everyone. Then there was that guy that was like, well, I'm, I always get aroused when the dentist puts his hands in my mouth. Yeah, and I'm uh, like... The next time I go, I'm due a dentist. But next time I go to the dentist, I'm going to be cringing because that coupled with me like finding there's like one person I found who writes fan fiction where all of it is dentist like AUs, where it's like I read one and it was like a character from Kingsman Secret Service who is now a dentist, <laughs> and I'm like, and I was like, oh, that's a weird, that's a weird thing for a for a fan <laughs> fiction, and then it was like, oh, but what about this character from Star Wars who's like like Poe Dameron who is now a dentist? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I want the fiction where the weird slug guy from Rise of Skywalker is a dentist. It'll be there. I mean, that person's probably writing up right now. Like, oh, Palpatine's like, open up. I need to see if you'll frost. Like, you be into whatever you're into, but I do feel at a certain point, if you're writing fan fiction where you are reimagining... Oh, uh, it's hardcore uh, pornography. If you're reimagining characters <laughs> from family movies as fuck dentists, you're not really writing that character anymore, and you're just writing your fuck dentist fiction, and all power to you. I mean, great. I mean, like, but, like, like it's a very specific kind of thing to have. I, mean, I don't think they should feel shame about it, but... Isn't it that is how Fifty Shades of Grey came into existence? Because it was written off as Twilight Fifty Shades of Grey was a Twilight fan fiction. Um... And it's fucking terrible. I mean, to be fair, the Divine Comedy is Bible fanfiction, so... Yeah, yeah but the Divine Comedy is actually good. <laughs> then there's that, oh, it's it's a weird, like, teenage TV show. Game. <laughs> where it's got, like, um, like a, the obnoxiously, like, orange-haired woman, and they've all got, like, weird tribal tattoos, and it's, like, a high magic kind of thing. That literally started off as a Ron and Ginny incest Harry Potter fiction. Oh. Yeah, and the woman who wrote, wrote it is um, a lovely woman. Libel laws in the UK are terrible, so <laughs> I've I've heard some unsettling things about how she it's may it's, or it's may not have conducted herself. Hmm? It's only liable if it's in print. If it's spoken, it's slander. Thank you, J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> 
To be fair, that's how I remember it as well. <laughs> but apparently not well but enough. Not right then. <laughs> Literally got Spider-Man like wallpaper staring at me. I should have fucking noticed that. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's my weekly uh, like adventures and weird fan fiction that I've read. Yeah. Yeah. In a section that's supposed to be uh, about Rem. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Remlays, you know that coffee shop AU fan fiction that you read where the character talks like this and it doesn't have a stutter? They're just being a cute uwu anime person? No. That was. Yeah, you do. Come on. I wrote it for you. You should remember it. Anything else, Remlays? Get me out of my hole? Please? Both okay. fucking cricket sound effects. Okay. <laughs> Good. Excellent. I will say this though. I, I do need at some point to watch through the Ginger Snaps movies again at some point. Ginger Snaps movies are fucking legit. They're great. They are. The third one's a bit weird. Been... Yeah, it's like, oh, it's, it's now yeah. in like, you know, colonial times in, you know, the American wilderness. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, the ending of that really pissed me off because I'm not going to spoil it, but I was just kind of like, well, for, for, for God's sake, Ginger, okay. Because she just says something. Well, and it's that like, was fucking pointless. Yeah, it literally, they might as well look at the camera and went, sorry, we wasted like an hour and a half. Yeah. The first two now. were good, though. First two were, good. first two were really good, yeah. yeah. I remember the first one being good. I remember being like being a bit like, eh, about the second one. Second Although one, it was a long time since I've seen him. So. But yeah. The third one it's was just confusing. One... It was like, why... why... Why is it in like in the seventeen hundreds? Why? Yeah, it's it's like in the like in the like the like mid seventeen hundreds, and they're like just colonizing America, like in the and Colorado like, wilderness during the winter or something like that. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, and the sisters have always existed. And you're like, what the fuck and is had the happening? Same names. And they've had the same names. Yeah. It looked exactly the same. And the little werewolf. Well, it's kid. The, <laughs> yeah, it's the problem of like any kind of long running media yeah. thing of that it can't you know like you start off and it's just oh we're telling this one story in this one place isn't that fun but by the time you've done several movies you've built up lore mm. you've built up like an expectation that this should be something more than just oh hey sometimes some people are werewolves I guess yeah and so yeah I mean like good on it because I think more things could kind of stand to just go completely outside the box just I think because it's interesting at the very least I think more that, things what... should get Jason X'd you know yeah, I was um, gonna say it, it was part of the reason why I enjoyed Prey so much because it was basically Predator, but now it was like set in you know in the 1700s, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. the Native Americans and cowboys and all that shit. Yeah, but Predators it was like it's fucking awesome, and the Predator design that was fucking fantastic. So I loved this it was you know, really biomechanical cool. must. That was brilliant. Mm-hmm. No, that was honestly I really liked the idea. I, I he just felt bodies that gone... bear and just like gorilla presses <laughs> him over his head. It was like that's yeah. fucking awesome. It's like they could have gone way harder with it though, and I kind of wish they had a, a been mm-hmm. like because like with with the main character and that they tried to seemingly make her a lot more human. And it's like no Predators action fucking sci-fi. Just go nuts. Make her yeah. Make her like just punch a bear to death. <laughs> Like, just let her do that, and, like, fucking who cares? But, like, I, I like the idea of it, but, yeah. It was damn sight better than The Predator. Fucking hell. Oh, The Predator was terrible. Mate, that was awful. It, it was... Uh, it's just... Oh, we're gonna I have a bad. super Predator, and it was like, The Predator's even scary before, and it's like, no, it's fucking not. And just like, no, and it's just, it's all CGI and fucking dreadful. Oh, I'm almost at, like, um... Oh, um, the next stage in humanity. Oh, this kid's the next stage in humanity because he's on the autistic spectrum. 
Yeah, and they were like, oh, what? the Predator's going to come and not... Because st- it turns out the Predators take spinal columns not for trophies. They remove the spinal to fluid and themselves. genetically enhance themselves. And apparently they've only now realized that people on the autism spectrum exist. And now they want to take this kid's spinal fluid and it, and modify themselves with that. Oh, wasn't but the they guy won't... who was in The Punisher in there? But let's um, the guy with the Tourette's. Oh, I know Boyd, Boyd Holbrook was in it. Um, fucking shit. Like, Keegan-Michael Keyes was in it. Well, he was playing the guy who kept shouting, like, porcupine in the pussy or something. Oh, the <laughs> Tourette. He, he had Tourette's, but only when it was supposed to be funny. So what I'm get- guessing is that this movie does not have a very sensitive depiction of... Mm. Um, uh, people with, like, you know, any kind of neurodivergence. Yeah. No, I, I was just going to really say, not. the movie doesn't have a sensitive depiction of a movie. <laughs> it, yeah, no, it, it, like, it, it, it's it's awful. dreadful. <laughs> oh, and like the the dog that ate the grenade, but it, like it's like a, it's a predator dog, but it's literally like a it dog with shot. predator dreads, and then it, it got yeah. brain damage and ate a grenade, and then and then it was just dog. being a doofus what? idiot following the woman around, and it's like okay, and it's like this is terrible. Like, like okay, at least with predators, you know that basically that battle royale version of Predator that had the guy I from that kind... 70s show. That was a better done Predator film than the Predator was. It really fucking When Eric was. Foreman is a more genuinely convincing character in a Predator film. <laughs> a quick question. Yeah. Uh, is the Predator better or worse than AVP? Worse. 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 Really? By, a, by yeah. a country mile. Very much so. Because I, I hold like, AVP in AVP a very... AVP at least tries to go... No, we're, like there's established set of rules when it comes to predators and aliens. We won't deviate to. And I'm not saying AVP had the advantage of having Lance Henriksen in it. Yeah, True. that really did. That really did mm. up. And I, the I predator like is Holbrook. just dreadful. It is just. It's like it's it's like an an older dude oh, who God, like thinks he's really funny. Okay, because you just won't I, shut the fuck up. I just remember the ending with the with the guy the guy getting the predator power armor at the end and he turns himself into a predator it's like what the yeah. hell it's almost as bad as the pro- like, plot of concrete jungle where the, the, the mafia boss is genetically modifying himself into with predator DNA to turn himself into a human predator hybrid and then the, mm. the predator ends up fighting him with a pair of free Japanese assassins it's like what the actual fuck is going on in this game oh they also, the happen most... to, they also happen to have a pet alien hive as well Okay, mm. that's then. The most, that's the most late 2000s shit you can fucking come up with. And we all know that if you want to make yourself like a, <laughs> If you want to make yourself a suit of like um uh, of like power armor, uh, then you have to dig the sand trout out of uh, out of the ground we're not and doing then make, this. We're not, make we're an not armor out of, out of um, we're not, oh, okay. No, we're not talking about the incel slug emperor yeah. who's like god, wish I had a dick. <laughs> um yeah, no, I was just going to say cuz I because I hold um, I hold AVP in a special place in my heart, not a place of fondness, a place of extreme disdain. Uh, but because it's like the first movie that I watched, and I remembered being like sort of coming out the other side of being a teenager, where basically if it had explosions or fighting, I was kind of entertained. Of going, actually, this was proper shit. I literally saw AVP at the cinema with my then boyfriend and he were like, cause we knew a guy who worked there and he was like, Oh, didn't realize you guys were here. Oz. Cause like no one called me by my name. It's mm. always Oz. 
Um, I was like, well, what are you two doing here? Having a date night? And he was like, yeah, we're here to see Alien vs. Predator. It's her version of a chick flick. And I'm like, that's the only thing you've ever said that I've agreed with. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like watching it and I was just like, oh, this isn't very good. No. Oh, no. Yeah, but yeah, bad. Miles better than The Predator. Okay. Because The Predator has jokes like, they they're like escaping the military prison bus, and the guy they zoom in on the guy, and they, he points to a bunch of like motorbikes and goes, "Get to the choppers," and then it pauses for laughter. Oh. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, I hope all these characters oh like die. The, like Predator, like oh. like Predator, oh the yeah. 1987 mm-hmm. classic yeah. written by Jim and John Thomas." <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Also, like, Sunny Latin. The end credits look like a sitcom from the 80s as well, the end credits. I love how it's like. Richard Chavez as. Yeah, exactly. But, like, oh my god. Fucking Sunny Landon was such a piece of shit. Didn't he need a handler on set because he kept beating everyone or something? He kept trying to start fights, so they needed a bodyguard to protect everyone else from him because he was such a prick. <laughs> real, real. That thousand-yard stare was not yeah. a joke. <laughs> the other thing I, I love lo- about that film is um, because um, they, were, they were portraying like you know elite soldiers, they had to go mm. on like a Navy SEAL training course, and they were all struggling except for Jesse Ventura. He found it easy because he, he he was, was a Navy, Navy SEAL. He was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he was, was a Navy SEAL, then he became the governor of Minnesota, and then he became a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. I, you know, I think to say that he became a conspiracy theorist is sort of negating <laughs> we, we were made that aware. I think he always was. I meant to say he became best known for being a He came out. There yeah. you go. <laughs> he came, he came out. out as a conspiracy theorist. I'm proud of him. But no, like, he... Um, he literally had a... It's like a pride flag with Mothman on it. Um... <laughs> no, that's just... Like, Mothman belongs to the queers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, like he literally was like, Hey, Arnold, we'll have a bicep measuring thing. And we'll get the uh, the wardrobe ladies to do it. And like, you know, whoever wins gets 200 bucks. And Arnold's like, kind of smart. So he said to them, was like, Could you like reduce the measurement by like an inch and a half? And they were like, yeah, all right. And he's like bragging and he's like, yeah, measure, measure him again. And just completely humbled that man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have a fucking, okay, this is such a specific nitpick. Okay. On the subtitle track. <laughs> okay. 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 On the subtitle track of the DVD version, it pisses me off because when Blaine is killed by the Predator, spoilers, the Predator kills one of Arnie's team. Le shock. Right, Mac comes out, and upon's because he's like he's friends with Blaine, and upon seeing Blaine's fallen dead body, he picks up old Painless the chain gun and empties the entire fucking bandolier into the area in front of him because he sees the predator's eyes flash. Now, that point he shouts contact, mm. and he's he's very upset because he's just seen his friend get his chest exploded basically, and so he screams contact, which is I have engaged the enemy, I need yeah. backup. The subtitle track says that he's screaming the word sergeant. Now, oh Mac is the sergeant. He's a Pokemon. He's a Pokemon at this point. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> Sorry, that that is such a nitpick, but I fucking get mad every time. I'm like, no, it's not what he's saying. He's saying he's saying contact. He's not shouting his own rank like some kind of special forces Pokemon. That's silly. <laughs> 
Okay, okay, oh. I'm done. I'm done. Oh. Anyway, sh- shall we shall we move on uh, to uh, drum- the drummed Matthews, the drumbled uh, Matt, and, and see what you have been up to, my friend? Um, yes. Okay, I suppose I will allow that. Well, I mean, you can't. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't just sit there in silence. But I mean, it would it wouldn't be great. It, for, like, it wouldn't be silent. I reckon it would be silent for approximate. <laughs> It would be started for approximately four seconds before Snipe said something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Them fighting words. But, but they are true. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'd just come out and be like... Wars have been started over less. Lest we forget the War of the Bucket. The War of the Bucket. Uh, oh, event, yeah. also known as the Bouquet Wars. Hey. <laughs> hey, everyone remember keeping up appearances? That's not stupid. That's nostalgic. Matthew, please, so, please I've save been doing, us from this cul-de-sac. Doing some stuff. Um, we, fi- we finished watching... <laughs> I very nearly said I'm stuff, because that was just my knee-jerk reaction, because I've seen it everywhere online. Like, sorry, I was late. I was doing stuff. And then the person next to me goes, I'm stuff. See, whenever I hear okay. someone say that, I just immediately think of the horror film, The Stuff. So I'm doing the stuff. It's like yeah. someone's having sex Ew. with flesh-eating ooze. I was like... That's not healthy. Mm. Some like <laughs> to live dangerously, Remleys. <laughs> It'd be like, you know, like that science silicon kind of like putty, like the slime that Instagram's obsessed with? It'd be like punching one of those which, like, with, with your dick, I guess. That's how sex. Mm. Um, but then I... Oh, how would you like... Ref- like hmm. Okay, yeah, you know Matthew, what? This is not please. something I want to yeah, have recorded. <laughs> <laughs> What have you been doing? <laughs> Done some stuff. So we finished watching Reservation Dogs. Um, oh, yes. I can't remember how much did I speak about this last time. Reservation um, Dogs. Yes. Yeah. I, I tell you what. Rather than re- try and work out what I mentioned about it before, for the for the benefit of Remleys, I can just quickly give a quick summary, and then if I hadn't done that before, that covers all, all our bases. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it is a TV show. It is on one of the TV streaming services. I forget which. I think it was on was it on Apple? I can't remember. It was on one of them that I had a free trial for. Um, for totally about all of the first both seasons and definitely legitimately watched it on said streaming show the whole way through. Um, ah. Yeah. Um, but it's great. It's really good. So we got into it because it was billed or we found out about it as being a Taika Waititi series. So kind of went into it expecting it to be like any of his other series, which are, you know, all of a similar kind of vibe and they're all great so far. Um, But it's actually nothing like that at all. It's set on a Native American reservation in one of the middle states of the US, I forget which. Um, Yeah, I can't remember, but it's somewhere in the middle. Um, And it's it's like the first... uh, Oklahoma? I want to say Oklahoma. I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. Um, It's... And yeah, it's one of the first, possibly the first, to be filmed like entirely on one of these reservations. Hmm. Um, like the entire main cast, uh, Native Americans. Like, um, and it's just a b- bunch of like teenage kids. Like it's their life, and like they're all like, they're like trying to save up money to get to California because that was a dream that they had or one of them had. Um, and it's just showing them like occasionally doing you know petty thefts and things and just kind of like showing their life but so it's ostensibly a comedy but man like basically every episode we finished it like having equal part laughing and crying there's like some so many like real bits in it 
it's great. Um, and then, yeah, the first season's kind of that. And then the second season, it goes off on one. And it's still sort of ostensibly about that. And that's the general theme of the of the series. But, like, the middle, like, eight... I'm not sure if it's exactly the middle eight episode, but, like, the bunch of the episodes in the middle. That there would be an episode about, oh, this episode's just going to be about one of the one of the kids' mums. And it's just a whole episode about them. And this 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 mm. episode's going to be an, ep- an entire backstory episode on the local cop that's, like, they're from their neighbourhood and things. And it's like, these are really, really interesting stories that I feel like most series just wouldn't bother with. And they're just, rather than showing any of the main characters, they're just doing this random spin-off episode almost. And they're all great. And they're all these characters are all so, like, well, like, have so much depth to them. They're all so, like, funny and sad. And, yeah, it's great. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, various trigger warnings for various things. I think the whole overarching series is that, that it used to be a five-person friend group and now it's four because um one of the kids died by suicide so like you know <laughs> warnings for that yeah it's a comedy about it's not about that but like, like i said like every episode we ended up like basically in tears and laughing at the end of it and we're like what is happening with this show and yeah it's really interesting because it was yeah it, it had taika's name on it and he was he like co-created it with the main creator who I can't remember what their name, what their name is to be honest. Um, because they're not, they haven't done anything famous before this. So they're not like a famous name. Um, and they like co-created it together, but it was based on the, this other guy who is native American. It's like his, I don't know if it's based off his experiences or whatever, but like Tyker very quickly realized that like, like this is not my story to tell. Still so in He, um, apparently, yeah, I, I, yeah, that sounds about Hard right. Joe, I, I have not, yeah, I've never said it out loud, and I have no idea what the pronunciation is. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ty could very quickly step back. I was like, "This isn't my story to tell. I'll keep my name on it." So then, then, because like we probably wouldn't have watched it if we hadn't, if it wasn't for his name, because we wouldn't have heard of it, because no one would have, you know, promoted it or whatever. I like, like how there's a character called Cheese. Cheese is the best. Cheese is 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 the best character. Cheese he just is like, like the best. Cheese spends food, the entire so. enti- the entire series as introducing himself with his pronouns and things, and gets like ridiculed for it by all the other like grown ups and things. And he's just like takes absolutely he like water of ducks back. He just doesn't even notice, and he's just being wholesome the whole way through. All the characters are really wholesome. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really nice. But yeah, Tyka stepped back from it and said, "Right, I'll leave my name on it as like co-creator." Now he directed the first episode, but after that, this isn't my story to tell, so I'm stepping away. Which is really Tucker interesting. Tucker is such a cool guy. Yeah, fucking hell. Like every time I hear about him, he's one of those ones where you're like he's gonna do something awful because I like escalate him so much or elevate <laughs> him so much on this like pedestal or whatever. But he keeps so far living up to it. He's like Pedro um, Pascal. He's just amazing. Yeah, but yeah, highly recommend it. But yeah. It's, it's, Spoons required for various episodes for various reasons. Um, but it's very funny and very good. Hmm. Um, what else have we watched? Oh, we watched Nimona. Have you watched it yet? I've heard so many good things and I really Not do want to watch it. Oh, yeah, I do, yeah, do, do want to watch it because I've, I've heard it's very good. Okay, so I'll do a, a spoiler light to review. Um, or maybe just don't mm. put spoilers in it. That's cool. Okay, that's cool. So it's... it's, it's <laughs> You have an allocation of you can have no review or two specifically two spoilers. No, I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. No spoilers. Okay. Well, it's great. It's um, it's very queer loving. There's like a friend a, of mine watched it twice like, in one day. Yeah, it's yeah. So it's it's a so it's based off a web comic that became a 
what what's the th- what do you say meat universe comic or meat meat space meat, spa- meat space comic i it became a meat a real... space comic that's a digital comic that's not meat what? space no 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 it became a real comic like a printout go oh, buy it, it from became, the shop comic it became it became um a web meat, comic that uh, became a physical comic meat comic meat that is what that is that is that not what i said yeah. meat space yeah, just, comic just lick your thumb and flap through the meat pages <laughs> yeah exactly um <laughs> about they, they use the same technology they do to make um like uh, lab grown meat they're just printing it now it's wafer thin ham but just with words on he is a so what's it? What's it called? The the, the, the like clown meat or the Billy Bear? Um, <laughs> the like incredibly overly processed stuff that I wasn't yeah. allowed because you're an adult at nine years old. Yeah. You don't need to eat Billy Bear. And then there was a girl in my class at my private school who always had Billy Bear ham, and we'd throw it at like a very particular teacher we hated. And he would like we would like throw food because like our classroom overlooked the uh, the courtyard where like the, all the kids played, and he'd walk in loops with his like lunchbox on his stomach and just be eating while watching the kids. We'd like we like, we would throw food at him. We we'd never hit him, but we. We only we once we got a grape into his lunchbox and he like kind of like made jump, looked around to see who threw the grape, looked down, looked around again and then ate the grape <laughs> like really suspiciously and we were like ah fuck that guy. I'm gonna be honest, I would not eat a grape that I was not sure of its uh, its origin. This grape has an unknown origin. It's the forbidden fruit. Hey. <laughs> But yeah, this guy, literally, my brother bumped into him in town and he had gotten up midway through his dinner to go get a Greg's. <laughs> my brother, he, Al, he, 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 uh, he literally was like in town and he bumped into him and he was like, oh, Mr. So-and-so, I didn't expect to see you here. He's like, yeah, I got halfway through dinner and felt a bit sad, so I thought I'd get myself a steak bake. He literally stood up midway through Sunday, like 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 basically the equivalent of a Sunday dinner, and just walked like hey. twenty minutes to grapes. I mean, the man knows what he wants, <laughs> which is like which is <laughs> grapes thrown by children. And Greg's <laughs> midway, he's been chasing that dinner. high ever since. Yeah. <laughs> chasing that grape, he's pie. like, oh, that was the best grape I ever had in my life, and not everything since then is just not not. To really be fair, that was up. from a guy I went to school with called Jake, who's like, it was so good, it was grape. Oh, mm. boo! Mm. I'm so angry. I didn't think of that. Nice one. <laughs> I, I, I did. I did note a thing down of, of using a thing from that as uh, as the title of this episode. But then I realised we have in in the 141 previous episodes, one of them is already about grapes, and I feel <laughs> really? that I feel that having two episodes named after grapes of a podcast that is ostensibly not about, about sort of like video <laughs> games and wargaming and TV shows it's a bit weird it should just say this podcast is not about grapes this podcast okay yeah this podcast <laughs> yeah. is absolutely not about grapes Robert Patrick's grapes there you go yeah there we go the return These of grapes the may, or may not be on display Garia grape the grapes of wrath this was also the grapes of the grapes of I don't know boredom because like we got so bored at that school, we would we would like basically do everything but add the prefix of extreme. So we had extreme blackboarding because you know blackboards have like the lip on them where you put the chalk and oh, the there you go. Extreme, extreme grapes. There you go. Extreme. No, that was oh what, that was extreme lunching. Or extreme grapes. Uh, that's what I don't know. Ex- extreme Gregs. <laughs> but no, so we'd have like you know, and then we'd we'd run in from the door, jump and land on the thing, and then throw ourselves off it. 
on the, on the little lip on the little lip of the blackboard. blackboard we also had extreme window wing which only half of us did which was where we opened the window it was a two story fucking building like old like country house mm. that they converted into a school and we'd open the window we'd like run up to it jump catch ourselves before we fell out of the window and throw ourselves back <laughs> in the classroom I am surprised any of us are still alive yeah, we had ex- yeah. we had extreme escape and evasion where we just go into because it was in the middle of the woods we just go into the woods and they just not come back and the teachers would be like they're fucking they're fucking escaped to the woods again there was a certain place you, on two of the know- fire escapes where if you punched it ju- if you kicked it just right you could open it without setting off the alarm now one of these led into one of the younger like years like classrooms and the teachers would always lock the doors when like they left for lunch because of us doing shit like this my friend jenny and i snuck up the fire escape we put we put a barricade of like four or five like desks so they had the old like school desk like the wooden ones with like on the hinge that you kept all your stuff in oh they still have the ink pots they in still them. had yeah. the ink pots in them in my, my 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 primary school was like in an old victorian building and it still had those yeah and we've sat like four of these against the door snuck back down the fire escape and just shut the door and we completely forgot about that because we went and, like, I don't know, smoked or something because we were mm. shitheads. Um, came back and, like, heard this tremendous fucking crash because, again, it was just an old, like, fucking country house. And one of my teachers was super kind. It was not racist because I'm white, but, like, she refused to call me by my name. She always thought my name was Matilda because I was Australian. And she just screams, Matilda! across the entire fucking class and I'm like the fuck did I do? oh yeah that's what I did you know whenever you describe things from your school days uh, they always make me think of the stories from Spike Milligan's war memoirs uh, more we were prisoners more specifically uh, there's a story when he's in basic training I think it's when he's in basic training and he and a group of his friends at night would like go out and just go out into the woods mm-hmm. and have a big stick. Oh, you fight with the stick. We used uh, no, to do that. No, no, and then just beat the woods. Um, oh no! He yeah. and I remember that story specifically because he has a, his the stick that he found, which was a particularly impressive club. Oh, nice. Um, that he had named Ye Crust Modifier because <laughs> he hit the woods with it. He was beating the earth's crust. I think it was because it's like I think it was like to, about hitting someone in the head. Yeah, that would work. It would too. modify their crust. Okay, um, that's fair. but uh, but for some reason that phrase "ye crust modifier" is just you know when you read a phrase and it is stuck in your brain for the rest of your life, yeah. even if you only ever read it once, it's just in there. Yeah, mm. "ye crust modifier" is just one of those for me. It doesn't mm. get to come up as often as I'd like. Yeah, no, but... we we never went out into the woods and beat the floor with sticks. We beat each other with sticks. We threw each other down. Um... Because like half of us were like, wouldn't you, it be cool you if we all, pretended to be stuntmen? You do all sound like soldiers in training, like like that Funny level of that. boredom. In, in like, fact, I of, thought it sounded like more like Grange Hill, but it was more like Biker Grove because we we brought paintball guns to school. That is a joke. We did not, although you fucking thought I did for a second. To be fair, it, like the, the amount of times like I've never had anyone explicitly call me out for lying because like these stories Can't are. Leave you blinded, um, at McPartland. Yeah, what serves him right. <laughs> But no, like, I'm surprised no one thinks I'm lying. Because, like, I, honestly, like, if, if you don't believe me, okay. <laughs> but also, like, these are all legitimately true stories. And, like, I've had people call me out on pretending to be Australian. But not on, like, oh, yeah, um, 
I'm trying to think of one stupid thing we did at school, but they're, they're all blending in together. I can't even fuck. Oh, we we we, uh, we would steal things from the kindergarten beneath our our classroom, set them on fire, and chuck them down the hill because there was fuck all else to do. So like, we used to sneak in extra cans of deodorant to set shit on fire in the woods because it's England, nothing burns. Well, at that point, we hadn't reached that stage in <laughs> climate change where. <laughs> Everything was just mildly damp all the time. Yeah. But no, so we do that because that was another, like, our building, our, our classroom had, like, a fire escape down to, like, a stairway down to the kindergarten section, which was just, it was just a room. And we'd break in there and be like, we we stole a little, like, shopping trolley once and set that on fire. And that went up. And that was plastic. And we were like, what kind of fucking weird-ass plastic are these Luddites buying that can just... Ex- none of you, br- like, breathed in any of that. <laughs> Oh, probably, but you know, I've already had cancer. Like, you know, how much worse could it get? But yeah, and there was one where I had a slow mo escape from my German teacher. That was pretty fun. So, okay. Oh, this is the last one I'll tell, I swear to God. Um, I literally, uh, we never had, like, before we even got out, at the, at the highest year in the school, we had our privileges revoked before we even got to that year mm. because the, they hated us. I don't know, Which you do fair. all sound like nightmares. Just, I mean, I understand. Okay, I've told you about yeah, my yeah. teachers and the, the, the views they held. Oh yeah, they were awful. Absolutely. But, but like, I can I can understand why they would feel the need to try and rein you in. Yeah. Uh, with your giving Viking funerals to, um, yeah. like, small toys. Yeah. And, but we uh, did it away from the fucking, like, school, so, you know... <laughs> And to be fair, we know those was like the back of our hands. They like they like they tried to chase us a couple of times, but they just couldn't. Like we literally built like a an underground like fucking like um like tunnel that like it was so fucking dangerous. Yeah, no, so, you seriously. don't don't fucking build, build like it, no. Do not go it into was, a tunnel. It was just big enough to crawl in. Yeah, that's really. I fucking, I, I, got, so I got dangerous. I got six feet in, and I was like, drag me out, and they couldn't hear me. The sound absorbed my screaming so much. And I was like, I need to get the fuck out of yeah. here. This the is death. The fact that none of you died <laughs> yeah. is a miracle. <laughs> yeah. We used to sneak into a <laughs> as well. Oh, yeah. You could still get in there at that point. I probably should bleep that, actually, because that that tells you exactly what school I went to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably should. <laughs> uh, there we go. But yeah, um, so I I can't remember. I I, I called someone uh, a fucking asshole in German, and I and I I didn't know my French teacher could also speak German, and she told my German teacher who punished me herself. It's fucking weird, and um, she literally like at the end of the hallway that was our classroom, and ten feet down was the fire escape. I came out of, because what we would do as well, there was the handworking room where they teach us needlework to be good wives. I was going to say handworking room. I was having a completely different yeah, idea there. But they had like 400, like there wasn't that many, but there was like 40 light bulbs in there. And I'd just gone out on my third trip of just unscrewing the light bulbs when the teacher wasn't looking and just taking them and, and putting them in the bathroom bin, which was opposite the handwork room. And I come out and she's like, 
she shouts my name and I freeze. It's like the, it's like the Wild West. We're having like a fucking standoff. And I look at her and she looks at me and I, I, my eyes glance the fucking fire escape and then hers do. And then immediately she knows what I'm going to do. <laughs> and she's like, no! And I fucking bolt. I have never run faster in my life. I shoulder barge the door open, skid down the fire escape, and I flee into the woods. Again, I don't <laughs> think you had a schooling. But I don't know what you had. Oh, no, I think I was penance for these people. Yeah, like, you, if everything And I you wasn't te- the worst one. Everything you tell me just sounds like your entire school year was something that just happened to the teachers. They sound like can they you, deserved it. Can you understand like, why I had to leave to go to college early? Because the head teacher was like, I'm going to fucking expel your child. Yeah. If she leaves or I expel her. Yeah. I, mean, well, I was like, I did always want to go to art school. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> So anyway, drummer Matt. Um, <laughs> sorry, I went on a super excitable tangent, and I, it was I, probably really annoying. I apologize. I, I, will, I will tell you what I tell the three-year-old. I don't mind you interrupting my stories. In fact, I like hearing your stories. And if you want to tell the stories, that's fine. But when you come back to me, don't expect a fucking coherent thing from me to remember where I was up to. <laughs> <laughs> you say this to your three-year-old child. Like, Listen to um, you, little bastard. <laughs> paraphrased. Paraphrased. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell your wife on you. I'm, t- I'm telling. I'm telling on you. We're getting you done. <laughs> um, shit. Yeah. It was um, reservation dogs. No, it wasn't. Yep. It was pneumonia. Oh, it was pneumonia. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how far off yeah. the rails we are. Pneumonia is a animated film movie, I guess, um, based on a meat space comic, which is based <laughs> off a web comic. Um, if we go uh, with by the ca- Nate with the... Stevenson, yes. as a person who... who did Shira, yes, yes, which is very good. I need to watch it. Very, oh, very good, it. very, very good. Um, and yeah, it's I haven't read I hadn't read the web comic or the uh, meat comic. The physical comic. Um, <laughs> Um, but I, I mean, I'm going to now because I'm going to buy it. Spoilers, it's good. So I'm mm. assuming the comic is good. And yeah, it's just, it's great. I love the, uh, I, yeah, it's based around a shape-shifting creature who like presents as like a girl. Uh, going to say 15-year-old? Who knows? Something youngish, teenage probably. Um, girl, but obviously is a shapeshifter, so doesn't necessarily identify as a girl and identifies as a shark and various other things and there's there's basically quite it's there's quite a trans allegory to it. I which is, yeah, I have seen a lot of queer people be very, very yeah, uh, moved and, and make and some very like, yeah. good joking ways of saying all these things that you transphobes are saying are stupid. Do you not realise how stupid you sound? But like mm-hmm. not it but like yeah, in it like, yeah, it's great. Um and yeah, it's about it's the setting is cool. So I read like a like a, like a quick paragraph summary of it. And it was, it's about like the main the main characters because Nimona is like sort of the main character, but also sort of not. She's the sidekick to the main, possibly the main character. I get I get Last of Us vibes from it. I get Joel and yeah, Ellie vibes. Okay, yeah, but, yeah because yeah, I literally yeah. my my uh, my media literacy is so poor. I'm getting real <laughs> boss baby vibes from this, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Have you not seen that tweet? So 
like, no, guy, no, it's like guy who has uh, who's only seen one movie and it's Boss Baby <laughs> watching a second movie. I'm getting real Boss Baby vibes from this. You say that, but I you've been hearing some of the fucking like brain genius takes I've been coming I've, I've been hearing about Spider Verse. Oh yeah. So like fucking don't talk to me. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, yes. So the main character is arguably uh, a knight called Ballister. He looks um, like a sad cat. He's very attractive. I yeah. Think. Sad cats are hot. Like, yeah. Um, what about Cry a kitty? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really want to explore that any further. No, let's not explore that <laughs> feeling. Let's bottle that up deep inside. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's basically... Yeah, I was reading that, and the main character, this um, Ballister, is a knight. And I was kind of expecting, therefore, the, the setting to be like, either, you know historical or not you're not really hostile but you know set in like you know the generic olden past times. when you had olden times when you had knights whether it's on this you know on this earth or in a different setting but it was like knights or it to be fantasy but mm. it is neither of those things it's kind of sci-fi mm. almost it's like set in the near-ish future where like there's you know, everyone. There's all these electronic screens everywhere, and they're in a, just a big city with like a subway, and it's set in the future. But also, the, like the army of this town state is just just they're just knights, and they have like swords, but they're sort of energized swords a bit, but not like laser, not like laser sword lightsaber things. They're just like, gee, gee I wonder, I wonder if there's other settings that perhaps have like. People wandering around with swords, even though it's the future. Yeah, oh. but, but yeah, but it doesn't at all feel like that. It feels like its own thing, and it's it's yeah the way, and they're all wearing like knight armor, as in like full plate. It's pretty sexy, and yeah, it's just a really cool setting. Um, and yeah, the story's great. It's a little bit. <laughs> Ruth mentioned on the way through. She's like, it's a little bit on the nose. Like some of the jokes are a bit too obvious and overplayed. I was like, yeah, but it's a kids thing. She's like, oh, because she was just kind of watching it. Didn't realize it is just it's aimed at kids. It's not. It's great for grown ups as well, but it's not like you know a grown up comic, a grown up yeah. cartoon it's like designed for grown ups. It is aimed at kids pretty much. And like, so there is a few things that are like a little bit too obvious or overblown, but like, well, that's, yeah, that's as a grown up watching it. And she, and she's yeah. like, ah, oh, right. Okay, cool. And that makes it make sense. And that's fine. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. And yeah, the, 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 the main knight has a, well, he starts off as like a, I don't know, it's not stated if they're boyfriend or partner or, or whatever label they've got on it, but they're a couple. Mm-hmm. And then this is a minor spoiler, but this is the entire plot of the entire thing. So it's like, it's, you know, you find out there, he gets like framed for something he didn't do. And he's, the film is about him getting redemption on it or redemption adjacent um, thing. And so they like falls out with his partner and then they make up again by the end of it. But there's like a same sex kiss in it. And they're just, oh, they're not, even, they're not like, it's not implied that they're a couple. They just, they are. And it's stated. Aww. And like, it's just great. Um, and yeah, it's Netflix aren't trying to do anything weird by like saying it's not for kids or it's, it's just, it is just a kid's film and these things, it's not, they don't make a big deal about any, any of these things. It's just that it's just there and it's hmm. yeah, very, very refreshing compared to That's a lot really of things. Cool. Yeah, it's great. Disney obviously cancelled it while it was in, in development, but because but... well, yeah, because that's just all they're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it got rescued um, and it's great. I highly recommend going to watch it. I'm not going to uh, by going to watch it. I mean, I guess turn <laughs> go to the net web browser and load up Netflix because it's on Netflix. 
Um, yeah, it is good. Highly recommend. Don't do the thing where you hear too much about it and think it's going to be too good and then don't watch it. Um, that's aimed at you, you, you three specifically, and also the audience. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, last thing I've been doing is playing a game. I finally a game. It is a video game. I finally pl- been playing. Um, is it a meat game? It, Super mm, Meat Boy. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is a meat, meat game. Boy. It is a meat, meat game. game. I, I I bought the cartridge because it was cheaper to buy the cartridge than to get a download of it. Because obviously, that's right. the world the world we live in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I've been playing Zelda. Finally. Oh yeah. What's um, it? T- Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the one. Which I will never forget because of when they announced the title of it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When uh... <laughs> where? <laughs> When, the when queen, our Madge carked it. Yeah. <laughs> when then the Queen died was the day they announced the title. They just didn't make a big deal about it in the UK till like a week later because they were like, mm, this is a bit insensitive. And I was like, no, do it. No, do it. <laughs> it's fucking best. hilarious. It's the best. Um, Rems, I don't know if, you, if you're up to date on any of this, but I've been wanting to play this game for like months, but I've been playing. I get very limited gameplay time at the moment because of, you know, life. Yeah. And I was halfway through the Talos principle and I re- and I can't not finish the game and move on to the next game I couldn't like start a new game without like stopping the old one so I had to finish that and it just took bloody ages and it got frustrating and long story but finally despite having owned it for like uh, since since like day two or whatever whenever I finally got around to playing it fair enough I know I know in the Talos principle there's, re- there's a way to actually complete the game in like Two minutes, like with the very first puzzle. <laughs> like if you if you line really? if you line up just right, the sun becomes part of the puzzle, and if you complete that, you get to the secret ending. So you can get it done in like two huh. minutes. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, I did not realize that. It's like with um, Far Cry Four, I think it is. Um, if it, it's oh, Far Cry yeah. Uh, Four, yeah, where yeah, it's like you if just, you just wait for him to yeah. finish his phone conversation, he comes back in and it's like, okay, cheers, you completed the game. That is the like the best. If, if that is the best choice to make, apart from obviously I, not for playing I, a game. Yeah, I love video games when they do that. It's so yeah. fucking funny. I love it. Um, but yeah, Zelda. So the context of this is that the first. Uh, I'm going to say the first Zelda. Obviously, I don't mean the first Zelda. The first, Switch the first Zelda. Zelda on the Switch, as in Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild. I've got about 120... I just looked before before we did this. I've got about 120 hours on it, which, yes, is a very small number compared to a lot of people who've played it a lot longer. But for me, we're, we're all in very life proud right now, 120 hours is a big commitment. For you, like, that's a lot. I, I finished yeah. it. I did as many of the extra... I didn't collect every collectible of everything, but I did, like, as met all of the side quests and whatever, as much as I could find and, like, look up and things as well. And I bought the um, DLC and did a lot of... did that as well for getting a few extra dungeons or i can't even remember what the dlc was you got a bike i can't remember but yeah i did that and i played it a lot and i loved it so i've been looking forward to this for a long time and okay as of as of, so i wrote some notes on this about a week ago so as of now a week later i'm just about getting into it but my notes from a week ago oh i do are not they're, they're not positive <gasps> no you don't like I, my fir- my fullest point my first my first bullet point is i don't like it which oh. Is weird oh. because I was expecting to. It's the same game, just with more levels, basically. As you know, it's it's. It, they wanted to release it as DLC originally, and then they're like, "There's too much for DLC. We need to make it into a full game." And I mean, just looking on the surface of it, of how much stuff they've added, that is kind of justified. 
from what it looks like it's not it's not just like they're just not just trying to make more money because to be honest the amount of dlcs they would make they would make out of this much content and how much they'd sell a dlc for they probably would have made more doing it that way i don't know um they didn't which is honestly pretty yeah obviously yeah 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 no exactly yeah right Mm. um yeah so there's a few things they said and and like pretty much all of these come down to either me not being good enough or me being silly so before anyone moans at me and says oh you should just get better Fair comment, but shut up. Um, uh, and also, not a fair comment. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, also that. So, like, yeah, you start, and obviously, you start off as like Link from the previous game. So you're like, it, I don't, I don't know. Past you say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know whether it's like your save file link, or but anyway, you've got like twenty hearts or whatever, and you've got the master sword, and you've got all the armor, and you're all decked out. And obviously, like. You can't start a new game like that because then there's nothing to develop or whatever. Mm. Like, so there's obviously got to be a way, and it's fairly, fairly like not too jarring that they knock you down to back you. You know, you're starting three hearts and lose all your equipment and all that sort of stuff. And it's not too. It's like okay, fair enough. This is a thing that that happened, and it's not too. It's, it's a sequel silly. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay, they've got to do this somehow. But the side effect of that, and again, it's it's you know, I've not played the first game for quite a while, and you're down. But because you're not familiar with the controls anymore all the mechanics or whatever, and you're down to three hearts. Like, I just died a lot in the first few hours because mm. there's no... I think they probably should have given you, like, there should have been, like, a half and half. It's like, oh, you get knocked down, but you've, you're yeah, not, like, starting from the very beginning? Because that feels kind of like, okay, Well, so yeah, but I did no, all that it, shit. It is, it is a new game, though. It is a new no, game, though, and it is... I, I don't think they could have done it... This is, like, me complaining, but I don't know what I'm complaining at because, like... There's nothing... I don't think they should have done it differently. Like, it's a new game, and if you started from halfway through, you'd miss out on that early so i don't think they should have done yeah, different but, but I, I kind of am just looking at it from like the fact that it was supposed to be originally dlc and then they made it in a new game and like i, I guess yeah i guess i am looking at it kind of a bit of a skew yeah because like you'd lose so, yeah. you'd lose some of that like gameplay you've, mm. i guess you'd, you'd cut the game length down or, or like i don't think they could have or should have done it differently but the point of this this point i'm making is that it didn't get me off on a particularly good foot of it, like dying every 10 minutes or whatever it was for the first hour or two. Just like, you know, you'd fall off something a bit too high and you've got no heart, so you've got no buffer. And because you're starting again, you haven't got any of the various, you know, f- you haven't got the, like, glider thing that I was used to. Well, you, you know, you fall off things, you've got the glider, it's fine, or mm. all the various special abilities and things. You don't have any of those yet. So you just fall off something too high and you die, or you you, you pull a, a boss that's a bit, or like, a, not even a boss, but like a slightly too hard enemy. And they just can just one hit you pretty easily because I've forgotten how to time the jumps to dodge their big swings. Or yeah, it's nothing that they should have done differently. But it just set me up to be like already in a bit of a grump with it, just or like Mm. just on off the start. Then they start introducing the new mechanics, right? And they because obviously they've got to introduce it's a new game. They can't just you've got like various functionally magic things you can do they're not they're like they're, they're ancient technologies that you've got the power of and it's slightly different words for it in the second game to the first but effectively you press l1 and you have different magic abilities you can do um so the first one they introduce or is it the first either i can't remember which way around it, it's the first and second but one of the first two you get is fusing so what you do with this is that you get any of your weapons so it could be like a really basic like a, just a, a tree branch or anything basic and you can like fuse items onto it so you could fuse like an enemy that you've killed horn onto it and it would make it into like constructs so like soldier horn or something and it changes what it is and it gives it a bit of a buff and it makes it better but i've seen link's horn like it's just like you you can it just seems like unnecessary busy work like i know before there was the there was that weapon degradation mechanic and like you know your weapons degraded and you've had to find new ones it was a bit annoying but like it was 
done as well as these things can be done in the first game, I think. Like, I've definitely seen a lot worse. And it was fine, and you got used to it, and whatever, and there was plenty of weapons around. But this one is like, the, make, the big deal is that, is that you can always find, it doesn't matter if your weapon breaks, because there's always something around that you can bodge together, but... It just seem, makes it seem like, so far, and I might get into it more, but it just seems like a bit of unnecessary busy work. Like, you can do it with arrows as well. But to do it with arrows, every single time you shoot an arrow, you have to press up on the D-pad and fuse it with something. Or you cannot, that's fine, but then your arrows are just worse. So it means mm. that every shot you do, you have to, like, press up and then choose which which ingredient you want to fuse with the arrow and then, like, press so, fuse and then shoot it. And you're like, well, yeah, that's really So you annoying. can't just fuse one and go, okay, and then basically it'll be, like, last fused arrow and it'll just be that until you change it or remove the... No, load. because it's, like, the, because there's various... If each dip, there's loads, Some of the few things you can fuse, like, increase the damage, but some of them, like, make your arrows become bomb arrows or fire arrows or ice arrows or element arrows or whatever. So you wouldn't mm. always want it to do that. But it just means, like... If you don't do it, I kind of, because I can't be bothered with the arrows, especially. Like, with the sword, it's fine. It's just, it's on your sword, it's on your weapon, it's fine. Like, it's a bit silly, I'll get to that in a sec, but, like, it's fine. But it's really annoying the arrows, and every time I shoot an arrow, I'm just like, oh, but this isn't doing as much damage as it should be. And it's just, in the back of my mind, it's like, oh. And then on the swords, it just makes them look flipping ugly. You're like, you wonder, like, <laughs> one of the first things you have to do is, like, fuse a boulder to the end of your sword so you go up to like a giant boulder that's like way bigger than link and you just fuse the sort of a boulder to the sword and it becomes like a rock hammer basically so you can smash rocks or you can smash down like doors and various things like things in the world that are like interactable you can smash them and it's way easier to smash them with a boulder rock uh, like a rock boulder than it is with just a sword and you wouldn't make any damage fine but like first it's weird that this giant boulder that's like bigger than Link, it like shrinks down to be sort of sword size, so it looks like almost feasible that you could handle it, but it's still so it like which is like weird. It's like, well how does this shrink? I know it's like magic in, in, for want of a better term, but it still still feels weird. And then but it's still massive, so you have this like sword holster on your back. With this massive boulder that's like bigger than Link's head just bouncing around everywhere. <laughs> And it's like, all the weapons just look horrendous when you're, like, fusing anything to them. I'm like, oh, this is just ugly now. And it just, I don't know, it's just, yeah, I cannot get behind this new mechanic. It just feels unnecessary. And it might, I don't know, you know, it's one of those things I might get used to, but my first impressions, I'm not a massive fan. And then the second one, so this is the one you might have seen, there's loads loads and loads of videos. So before, in the previous game, you had, it's called Ultra Hand now, and I can't remember what it was called before, but you could use it to lift up and move around specific objects on the game yeah i can't i can't remember what you there was a lot of limitations to it in the first in the first game and i can't remember what the limitations was whether it was only you know wooden things or was it, i can't there was like it was a very small subset of things you could do it with and you can move them around now it's way bigger what you can move around and then you can glue things together so you can like take chop down two trees and then glue them next to each other to make a raft and then just as in you real go, life. As you progress through the game, there's, like, loads of stuff that you can do. Like, you can buy all these, like, whatever the new um, alien race is called. I completely forget. But they, they've, oh, they, yeah. they're, they're, like, techie. And they've loads of, they, they do things like there's fans and there's wings and there's wheels and there's steering columns. And you can make all manner of different vehicles. And I think at some point you can make, like, wandering, like, basically dreadnoughts, effectively. You know, big wandering mech things. And yeah, I've seen, I have seen make airplanes and gliders and bikes and 4x4s and all manner of stuff. But, yeah, my first impression with this is you want to join a raft, so make a raft, because you want to get across this lake. And, right, so you start off, and the big gist of it is now is because they, they didn't want you just to re-explore the same, you know, Hyrule in the same as the first game. So you start off, and there's basically a whole bunch of sky islands that have appeared. 
and you start mm. off on a big one of those and there's like a whole three dimension onto it so there's like you can and i've just at the end of the like, tutorial island i've just jumped down onto main highball but there's like yeah there's the sky island there's highball and i think underneath highball there's like a whole underground underdark situation thing going on which is like as big as the whole map from the first game like it's basically the same size as the height as highball but i haven't got there yet but this sky island thing it's got like a lake and it's got a, it's similar um, it's similar. You, you, uh, some of you will get this reference to you know on Discworld when the like, when the like sea overgoes the edge of the disc and there's a like fence there that stops yeah. stuff falling off. It's basically that. There's a big lake on one of these islands and it's got a big waterfall and thing and there's a gate. And there's like a fence along the whole side of it, so the water falls off the edge of this island, but stuff and you don't fall off. Um, you're trying to get across the island and you can't swim across. You haven't got the stamina, and it's too far. Just you're like just real drown. Life. Yeah, so it's pushing you to make one of these rafts. It's given you this fan thing, which basically, if you glue that, you make a raft, like I said, glue two of these logs together and then stick a fan on the back. And when you hit the fan, it blows you across. Fine, okay, it's trying to show you the new mechanics. That makes sense. The first three times I did this, I got to the other side. I mistimed the jump off the raft and landed in the water. Because of the current of the lake going under me, the raft is pushed right up against the fence. I'm pushed under the raft and get stuck there. And your don't your pow- swim isn't powerful enough to go against the current, so I just can't swim out. So I'm just stuck. You haven't unlocked any teleport oh. things yet. You can't use the ultra hand ability to move the thing while you're swimming. I was just stuck there and couldn't work a way out, and I had to just restart from the save. And I had did this three times. Oh, I fully appreciate it was me being an idiot for mistiming the. Dr- I should have just waited until the, the raft got a bit closer to the shore and jumped off then. Like, fine, I fully accept this is my fault. But it was fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> I, Yeah, it, th- there are certain situations where even w- even if they are your fault, it still puts a sour taste in your mouth. I'm just like, oh, this yeah. is just... So I've already had to restart from the latest save multiple times, like, from dying from stupid things. And now I've just had to do it three times from this. And it's like, oh, this is... <laughs> and yeah, so far, I don't know. Again, like, once you get later on in the game... You can make some really cool things with this ability, and there's various ways like you can save your creations so you don't have to build mm. them each time and things. But so far, it seems to be very much pushing you to solve every single possible puzzle with this thing. Like, you don't need to, you know, you can't climb this surface because it's ice. Oh, just glue eight tree stumps, to, eight, like tree logs together, m- m- move them so they're like on a slant, and you can just walk up onto this thing. You're like, well, yeah, that's a solution, but it feels like, I don't know, it feels like they want you to use this join mechanic thing for everything and it's getting i don't know it's getting on my tips already um well this may be the the controversial opinion then uh, um, I've, I've mostly seen people be really uh really yeah, I'm sure, yeah game, i think so. yeah and and like i said i'm getting used to it now so it's kind of this is this is my thoughts as of a week ago and i've given it a few more hours since here and like i'm calling on a lot of these opinions but these are just my initial thoughts and i still mm. agree with them all despite like getting over a lot of it Right, and the last one. Now, this is this is this is my last one. It was it stopped me at one point. I just turned the switch off and was like, I'm just not playing this anymore. And it took me like a few days to come back to it. So there's like it's the same as the first game. There's like you go to you you know you're on the tutorial island basically, and you go to a few of these shrines to unlock abilities. And the third shrine is in a cold area. It's similar to the first game. It's in a cold area, and you have to go and you have to go. Oh, okay, it starts to damage you if you go into this cold area. I need to find a way of warming up. Okay, I've played the first game. That's fine. You can cook some spicy peppers and eat that, and that gives you a a buff that means you withstand the cold better. Fine, great. Did some of that. Was exploring around and blah, blah, blah. And then it didn't... I just happened to have not cooked up much of the food. Um, Got hurt a few times because I kept, you know, being hurt and being nearly dying, as I've mentioned, because I was bad because I wasn't used to it and things. Um, 
I ended up, the only food I had left was the cold buff food. So I ended up eating that to get my health back. I ended up in the middle of a cold place with no more of the cold buff, of the cold buff food left. But my cold buff ran out because I was exploring and just having fun looking around. But there was, I couldn't find within any sensible distance of me another cooking pot. So I couldn't cook any more of the cold buff stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was in the middle of this cold place. And like, you've, pretty, you've got through every level, every 20 seconds you lose half a heart or it's not those numbers but that's the every, you know every some amount of time you lose half a health you only have three hearts you can't get more than a minute or so without dying in the cold without the cold buff but i couldn't find within a minute of where my save was anywhere where i could find more cooking pots to cook up more of the food that gave me the buff and i was stuck here for like a whole evening being like what how do i get out of this i like, tried to try running back the way i came I tried, I was like, i'm not starting again from a save despite that being like that would have saved me time in the long run if I'd known how long it took me to work out what to do. But like, I was like, I'm not repeating this whole section. This is stupid. <laughs> but I'm just stuck. And I was like, this is so, again, I should have prepared better. Fine, you know, it's on me. But it was just a very frustrating. And the workaround, I Googled this and a few other people have got stuck in the same thing. The workaround, right? You run forward as far as you can towards the next bit. Because like, there's a, there's, you, you, you know, you, eventually you get to the shrine, and there's a cooking pot on the way and it's fine. But it was beyond like my radius of how far I thought I could go. Yeah. You go as far as you can until you get down to half a heart. You save. You let yourself die. You restart from your latest save. And if you do that, you restart on the three hearts. Oh. So. Okay. you But at first I tried, you know, I tried this little workaround. I saved and reload the save. If you reload your save, it doesn't do it. So you specifically have to nearly die, save, <laughs> and then restart. And if you die and restart. So my, like, number of times I've died and restart. I'm sure there's, like, achievements or whatever for, like, not dying. Like, I've very much not done that. <laughs> You're going to unlock the new achievement for dying the most times, not so, in combat. Yeah, I just had to explore for like a minute and then <laughs> die, save, die, re- reload my save, run a bit further until I eventually found a cooking pot. And I'm just like, like as much as this like tutorial island is like well designed and blah blah, and everyone's like praising how much it is. This is a stupid cycle I've got myself stuck into. <laughs> and like again, all of these things are, are arguably my fault, but. They all added up to be just not a pleasant first three or four hours of the game, and it really put me off it. And it's no, just understandable. Very surprising because I was just going into it with like so much excitement, and it's just it's just mildly bizarre. But I just mm. and, but yeah, I've I've I powered through the next few hours, and I've unlocked a few more of the like abilities, and I've just jumped off the first like tutorial island back onto the like mainland or the Hyrule proper or whatever you want to call it, and I'm just about getting more used to it again. So. I might change my opinion dramatically on all this. And I'm excited to play it again now I've been this a few hours now. So that's something. Because at one point I was like, I just can't be bothered with this anymore. And I almost didn't bother. And I was like, no, no, no. The modern games are too bloody expensive to not, not stick with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, weird. For, I was not expecting to say any of these things and have such a like, downer on it. So it's, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was quite interesting. Hmm. Um, I'm glad you're at least kind of getting into it a bit. Yeah, now. yeah, it seems to be that I'm getting more into it now. But yeah, I wasn't expecting to have like a rant. I don't tend to have rants about things so much, but <laughs> I just had to vent all these stupid little problems I was stuck on. Yeah, <laughs> I never get you. Get, get, um, get it out. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm still going with it and I'm enjoying it more now. So that's I guess that's the takeaway. But I wanted to just vent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's 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 me done. Snipe, I believe you're next. I am indeed. So I've done a, actually quite a, quite a lot of things, but I only remember about half of them. Okay, that's good. Which is better than most. Um, 
seen a couple of movies. I'm going to talk about my favourite one. Mm. First, I went to see Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Dude, that movie is amazing! It's, it's a good movie. Oh, Miguel O'Hara, I want him to choke me to death. <laughs> I want to die in his arms. Oh. I don't have a choice. Oh. <laughs> no, he's a really, really cool character, uh, because if you know anything about the original Spider-Man 2099, you're in for a shock. That's a little little thing of there. Uh, God, that was so bad. Not my joke, it was incredible. Um, but Miguel, Miguel O'Hara from the comics is kind of a bit of a sh- edgy shithead. Mm. So you know, I really like what they did with this character in this. Um, there's some very fun cameos. It's like Spider-Punk, I'm sure everyone has known by now. He's amazing. <laughs> um, Jessica Drew is amazing. All the characters are so fucking good. Um, everyone, it's, the voice acting is so fucking good. And I am going to die waiting like for like four years for the next one. It they must take like... four fucking years because they don't want them to bloody crunch people again to get the damn thing out. Yeah, that that, that yeah. I, I would capitalism. rather I, yeah, I would rather good things don't come from yeah. Uh, misery. Yeah, but no, um, really good. Uh, looks like stylistically, it's beautiful. Of course, um. Spider-Man India is a precious cinnamon roll, and I will keep him safe, <laughs> mm. no matter what. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm not going to spoil anything. It's just fucking incredible. Go see it. It's so good. I really am upset that fucking... Like, the Beast Wars Transformers movie has already got, like, fucking digital media produced. But, oh, no, I have to... Uh, like, fucking physical meat, meat media produced. But, no, I have to wait until, like, September to get the meat Blu-ray of across the Spider-Verse. I, I don't think that the, the Blu-ray is not out for Rise of the Beast. You can just watch it digitally. Okay, because like. you, could, you could watch uh, Spider-Verse, across the Spider-Verse digitally. Uh... Since the 18th of June? I can't remember exactly. It won't be, it won't be June. I can't Is remember. Is it this month it comes out? No, because you can rent it on like Amazon and stuff like that. But the thing is, it's like... Okay, it's, you know what... Okay, I'm going to have a little bit of a complaint. Um, you can like buy it digitally. You know, that thing that means fucking nothing and big companies can revoke your ownership at any time that they feel like uh, yep. with no warning because fuck you. Uh, the, the world is owned by exactly five corporations um, and just give them your money and go die, basically. Um, and it's like, you can pay like 15 quid for to buy it digitally or you can just spend 15 quid on the Blu-ray as a physical thing that... Jeff Bezos would have to come to my house and physically restrain me to stop me watching it, which I'd love to see him try. <laughs> so, you know, so that's a little bit annoying, but that's okay. Also, there is no merch available for this fucking movie. <laughs> you do, all you I want have is some action figures. I just, I just want, I just want some articulated action figures. That's all I want. I luckily I managed to get Gwen Stacy. She's literally standing next to my Morak Din both black series and vintage having a great time and i need to get all the other ones now that's just the way it goes uh but yeah incredible movie i again i don't want to go into it too much because i don't want to spoil anything Mm. but i fucking love it it's amazing i saw a movie that maybe wasn't so good terminator dark fate that's the last one they've made isn't it yes yeah i hate 
this movie. I don't care how attractive the enemy Terminator is, and he's pretty attractive, but I just can't fucking care. I don't care how many old characters they've brought back, because fuck this movie. I hate it so much. I like the bits with old man Terminator. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> um, he's actually very funny. <laughs> Which I'm like, okay, that's okay, yeah. But no, uh, it feels like uh, they just kind of guessed what Sarah Connor might be like. It's like she's like she has a couple of things where she literally just says the same thing that she said in Terminator Two, and you're like, wow, no. Yeah, it's uh, they really mishandle Linda Hamilton, and that's an unforgivable sin. I cannot abide. <laughs> There's the the uh, the protector um, is like she's like an augmented human, and I'm sorry, this is not the role for that actress. I don't think anyone should have been in this movie, quite frankly. <laughs> but but yeah, no, she like I think her name's Grace. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it, um, and she's just I don't reckon she can pull it, she can pull it off. It's just, it's not good. And like, she is like, oh, I exerted energy. Now I need this one drug. And you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a couple of things where they're like, quick, we need to go. Cause they're in like Mexico. And it's like, oh, we need to go to those famous Mexican pharmacies where they'll just give you anything. And it's like, okay. Um, a little bit little bit iffy, but sure. Uh, they they get on the back of a train and try and sneak across the US border. And okay. I'm like, this is not the movie to handle such a, a difficult yeah. subject. Um, fucking hell. Um, the, the woman who plays... Oh, fuck, I can't remember her name. Gabrielle? I can't remember. But the, the main... The, 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 the target for termination. Like, she's cool. I like... like she She's pretty cool. Um... Is it Danny? I think it's Danny and her brother's Diego or mm. something like that. Um, shock horror, Diego is literally just killed because, oh, we need someone to die so the main character's sad. <laughs> Let's do that. And it's like, spends the whole movie, and I'm, I'm going to tell you the twist because don't fucking watch this movie, it's awful. Um, it spends the whole movie being like, like Sarah's just like, oh yeah, you, Danny, you're gonna have a baby that's important. That's why you're being saved. And the, like the the Terminator, like half Terminator woman, nothing like fucking salvation. Thank Christ. The augmented woman is like, I'm just gonna stay quiet, even though everyone knows it's obviously it's her, and it's not a baby she's gonna have. It's it's her that mm -hmm. she is the the important one. And it's like, and then at the end, like towards the end, it's like, oh, it's not you. It's not a baby you might have. It's you who's special. And it's just like, I, wa I wish I'd seen that at the cinema so I could hear someone in the background going, no shit, <laughs> or be that person and just be insufferable. The Terminator movies um, post to have had the problem of, of things happening and them being twists and you going, yes, no I, shit. I figured that out like 40 minutes ago. In the I movie. mean, to be Thank fair, you. I didn't expect the twist of Arnie being in it. That was a nice surprise. I mean, like, you know, it, there was a couple of funny moments, like, you know, Sarah's obviously like, because, okay, spoiler alert, they, they like deep fake her and John in the beginning, and it's like, oh, after the Terminator killed itself and set on fire, we went to Mexico, and then there was another Terminator, shock horror, ooh, there's, there's the second T-800, 
that was an evil T-800 that just goes and fucking shoots Con- like John Connor in his chest at point fucking blank range. And you then you watch a child die and you're like, that's cool. I'm so glad that entire thing was worth it. And it's just, and it literally goes, oh yeah, but also Skynet doesn't exist now, but uh, Legion exists. And I'm like, that's the cringiest name you could have picked. Um, and it's just, I don't like it. It's not very good. Hmm. Um, I could easily go on about it for many an extra hour, but some of us have, you know, lives. Uh, not me. Um, so <laughs> uh, I've I've played a couple of games. I've played Red Dead Redemption Two, which nice. I quite like. Mm. Um, I the color the, the um, color scheme, the control scheme is fucking <laughs> disgusting. Quite frankly, it's at, I don't know what it is right. about Rockstar Games. It's literally just fuck you if you have anything other, if you have any needs. To like to rebind, fuck you. They mm. want you dead. Uh, I don't give a shit they, about the story, really. They say fuck you. Buy Grand Theft Auto Five again. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they're re-releasing it on PS Five, and so it's been out since like the PS Three and uh, Xbox Three Sixty, and they re-release it on PS Five. Like fuck off. Yeah, yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Like just stop it. Make GTA Six or piss off. Quite frankly, and like I, I don't really care about the story. I just want to ride a horse around and go hunting. <laughs> that's kind of like i am being very kind of story averse in video games lately mm. eat some bear stew oh I, i've been eating rabbit stew very delicious uh and another game i've been playing is bpm bullets per minute which i love <laughs> this game is so fucking hard um it's literally like you know like crypt of the necro dancer where you have to move to the beat mm. In order to be able to move or you know keep up a combo and they, like you can do more damage it's it's a roguelike, but it's a first person shooter roguelike oh which is like you're ticking all my boxes and it's like it's got a really cool metal soundtrack mm. um and the soundtrack's you, very good yeah the soundtrack's yeah. amazing because I've heard you play it a lot I have played it a lot <laughs> I tried um, playing it once and went this is not for me <laughs> it is really hard because you can move and run around at the, you don't have to do that to the beat but you have to jump shoot, reload, and use items or abilities to the beat. Which gets fucking hectic. Mm. And I'm I'm a pretty good bassist, <laughs> but I'm no drummer, Matt, when it comes to keeping time. So it took me a long-ass fucking time uh, to, to do any of it. And, like, there's, like, loads of characters. Because the, the, it's kind of themed around, like, you, you play as Valkyries mm. going through, like, stages and the, the the stages are randomly generated and there's like shops and and um the full-on roguelike experience a pro- proper full-on roguelike experience and uh once you complete the game on easy you unlock the secondary ability once you complete it on hard you get that character's uh, like ultimate ability so you have two extra abilities um which you can swap at any time but it just means you, you start with them which makes things a bit easier um the first character goal she's you know pretty standard um kind of like Whatever. Then there's like the next character, Freya, who only has armor and that doesn't regenerate. So like unless you find armor pickups to buy or just, you know, just find them randomly in the world, uh, you can't use health potions because you don't have health. And there's like there's another there's other characters that like they're constantly their health is constantly draining. Um there's other like char- there's another character that like um can throws coins. Uh, can throw coins and like another one that is literally a one hit kill. Like you, if you get hit, you die, and you only unlock the ultimate like final character by completing the game with that guy. 
And I'm like, well, that's something I'm never going to do. <laughs> but it, it is incredibly fucking hard. But the music is so good. The guns feel good. It's just it's just a really nice little game. Mm. And I, I really do recommend it. And uh, yeah. That's me. Okie That's everything I've done. Um, well, I know, um, Rem, you've got to head off uh, very shortly, I right? I do, unfortunately, sadly. Sorry. Yeah. Um, That's okay. Would you, would you be uh, would you be able to stick around to just answer a couple of questions yeah, like yeah, the sure, quick yeah. ones? Where were you on the night of the sixties? Yeah, <laughs> uh, just because <laughs> I asked on Twitter for questions, um, so uh, I'll just yeah, yeah, I'll, no, like no. Uh, won't yeah we won't get to many of them because uh, you know some people have places to be, uh, <laughs> but we'll we'll ask a few. So uh, from our friend Shanus. Um, What's your favourite aspect, Warrior? This goes for everyone. Swooping Hawks. Swooping Hawks? Yes. Okay. Anyone else have, have a particular favourite? Mm, let me just Google what an aspect Warrior <laughs> I'm definitely not doing the same thing. <laughs> Fine. It's oh, a- my aspect warriors, you know, the, the, those craft world Eldari, who specialise in certain aspects of combat <laughs> in the... <laughs> I like how we just say that. Time on the path of the warrior. Uh, my favorite is Dark Reapers. Oh, I was going to say Dark Reapers. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, fuck off. No, you fuck off. Okay. You can, just okay. say Striking Scorpions. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. Striking Scorpions are cool. Shining Spears. I'll tell you that they sound fun. Okay, and yeah. I'll say um, <laughs> Dark Reapers. Yeah, love those fucking guys. Damn, they're great. What about you, Wib? <laughs> uh, I, it's, a very, it's a very obvious answer, but I do like Howling Banshees. I just like the design. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Um, oh, here's an interesting one uh, from Samus. Uh, apart from 40k, what are some other franchises you'd feel that you'd enjoy doing, like, a deep dive or lore history video on? Or deep dive history or lore video on? <laughs> um, I suppose the biggest one would be Pan's Dragoon. Um, mm. I, I won't say any more than that because patrons are aware of something regarding that, so I'll... Yeah. If, see, Ooh. listeners, if you're if you're one of Remlazer's patrons, then you can find out what that is. <laughs> and if not, why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say I want to do. I'd love to do one of those on like either Predator, Terminator slash Terminator Two, or Sailor Moon. Yeah, I was going to say Sailor or Moon. Or Piercing, because it's not really mm. a franchise or anything. Mm. But I am obsessed with piercings. I'd I'd say uh, the one that you have the most uh, shockingly deep knowledge on is probably Sailor Moon because it never comes up because no like mm. 40k fans Sailor Moon there's not much of an Can o- you imagine if there, there was a Predator <laughs> Sailor Moon crossover because they've, they've done Predator and Archie Comics crossover and mm, Predator yeah. Batman Predator mm. Superman Predator Spider-Man Predator Wolverine's coming out um so why not Predator Sailor Moon why not I mean if you can have a crossover yeah. with Archie yeah and the thing is with Sailor Moon, like every like big finale, basically everyone dies, but then they come back to life because Sailor Moon is sad about it. <laughs> TM, which I can mock it because I love it. Yes. So, so yeah, it's like, but I can't. Can you imagine like fucking Sailor Neptune having her spine removed? <laughs> Jesus. And then they're replaced with the proposed um, American version of Sailor Moon that was done in the 90s. Saban yeah. Moon. I got oh. really, really mad about that because of hipster kind of. Like my my hipster bone was nudged and it pissed me off because I've been talking about Saban Moon um, since two thousand and fucking like six, 
and no one ever gave a shit. But then some TikToker was like, oh my God, did you know that Sailor Moon was going to be adapted for American television? And I'm like, yes, yes, I fucking did. How fucking dare you? It's like, no one cared when I said it. It's like it. those true crime makeup um, channels that talk about how Jen- oh, yeah. talk about how the film Jennifer's Body was um, inspired by a real murder, even though it actually fucking wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. It's like they, they, there's like one bit of hearsay or like just straight up lie that goes put, gets put on like TikTok and suddenly everyone believes it. And it's like, I know I sound like an old like an old person like shouting at a cloud, but like legitimately TikTok really pisses me off at this the level of misinformation that is on there. It's just it's so much more prevalent than anywhere else on the internet that I've seen. Really, and it pisses me off. But yeah, no, that yeah. would be really cool. Okay. What about you? Uh, I get. I want to say Star Trek because I don't actually talk. I, I talk you about know it on the a podcast. Shocking amount of, oh, you, like, you know what I'd love? I'd love to see. I would adore. I would. I would pay money to see you and Jesse Gender do a video together <laughs> about Star Trek. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like I think there's. I, I think the reason why I never. I would never bother is just because I think there's so many other people that kind of do. Like, I've, I, if I, you think like yeah, that, then you'll never yeah, get I guess anything you never do done. Anything, but so start writing. Yeah, idiot. You need to do a but video on the Star Trek uh, Transformers crossover. Yeah, it's quite fun. It's quite fun. Where Fortress <laughs> Maximus um, becomes the Starship Enterprise. Yeah, it's. I think that's it's, a kink. What thing. is it? Uh, I think it's, it's. I think it's either Tiberius Maximus or Fortress Tiberius. Tiberius. I can't Tiberius. remember what it is oh offhand. And for some reason, it's based uh, yeah, on the animated series. Yeah, the re- actually that's a really fun thing. Uh, they do a little thing with the style of it. Of the, um, they add a little bit of a drop shadow on all of the characters, so they all look like they're from an animation cell of especially Ooh. the old um, an- uh, Star Trek animated series. That's just really a little, cool. a fun little touch they did in that. Comic. And they also recreated a bunch of the close-up scenes of like you know Kirk and Spock and that constantly. Mm. That were very common. In yeah, the it's series. it's really re- like it's very very well done. Um, you got anything, Matt? Uh, I, I know you don't make law videos, but if you no, want to make one, I don't even have the brain space. To, like, I don't have time, obviously, to do it. But I don't have, have the like brain space a... to even consider what I might do. You have like a degree. That's kind of like you've paid your fucking dues when it comes to like video, es- like like essays in general. So, mm. as far as I'm concerned, you've got the rest of your life off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Sold. <laughs> Okay, I get. Uh, I'll just do two more quick ones. Um, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, we don't get to all of them, but you know, it is the nature of the thing. Um, Email got... them in, and we can do them next time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got one from yeah. Ruben here. Um, I thought this was interesting. Uh, what piece of obsolete media do you refuse to let go? My Sega Saturn. Oh, yeah, that's such a precious answer. <laughs> I do kind of have that with quite a few games consoles where I just like th- like um, PlayStation 1 and things like that. Like, I just don't want to get rid of them. But original Game Boy, things like that. I've got an original Game Gear that I won't get rid of, even though the capacitors in it are completely fucked and it doesn't mm. turn on properly anymore. I'm trying to think. Do, do I, I don't think I'm attached to any kind of old media like that. Oh, I do have some Sailor Moon VHS Yeah, tapes. Yeah, you've got those old VHS I, I, I have. I have Predator on VHS. I have... Uh, I have, yeah, no, I have a, I have like a collection of like, like uh, an armful of like mm. old VHS tapes, and some of them are are Australian VHS tapes. So you haven't been able to play them the whole so, time you've been over here. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I don't think I can get rid of them because I remember like I remember acquiring like every single mm. one. My Sailor Moon ones were like off eBay, but like there's ones where I got like I had like. Wait, um, isn't Australia the same region as here? I don't. I think it's slightly different. It is Maybe. for DVDs. 
Yeah. I don't know how VHS works. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you. Um, but like, it's like but it's different like designs. I think I I did have a, a bubble VHS case of the mask. <laughs> that I like. And I do have a VHS tape of a Street Fighter, which had a reversible sleeve. And that fucking blew my mind. And that Street Fighter the movie was Jean-Claude Van Damme. With, you know, the best piece of Street Fighter media. <laughs> Someone's going to knife me, which is fair. Well, any, who hasn't answered that question? Draw that. It's a, probably an obvious answer. And for all of the things that make me want to stop doing it, I still come back to Firefly every now and then. I know the whole, yeah, let's not even get into. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah stuff and mm. things and about creators and, and things. But I do occasionally be, check up like, ooh, there's some there's some more comics I haven't got around to reading. Let's just buy some comics just to sort of try and <sighs> I need to read the Firefly live in comics. that world. Yeah. I have such a crush on Mal. Yeah. Surprising no one. Nathan Fillion yeah. is an incredibly handsome man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, um, I was just thinking, because I'm mentioning the, the PlayStation 1, because that's like the one set of games that I ha- I don't entertain getting rid of. No, like, my, my platinum copy I, of I, Metal Gear Solid 1 is never going anywhere. Yeah, there's like occasional ones where I've, like, say, not got the console anymore, but I've got the one game that was like the one that I really loved, mm. and I kept the game. I know it's pointless, but like... No, it's, it's, it's something that means a lot to you. Mm. I don't think it's pointless. I also have a laser disc of Terminator 2 that I got sent that I'm in love with. <laughs> yeah. Love one that. day one day we should get a laser disc player so we can do it. Yes. Uh, but anyway, let's let's go. Let's, uh, let's speed on. Let's speed on. Last question uh and then the whole Twitter just died on me. Oh god. Twitter's died, but talk, Twitter's been dying I mean, a long time, yeah, honey. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk amongst yourself for a second. It's all because a certain rodent got into power, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Remley's uh, Wib for my birthday got me Blu-ray copies of Terminator 1 and Terminator 2, and they've still photoshopped out Robert Cat- Robert Patrick's balls. Boo. I literally, it was on my birthday, and I was uh, drinking. <laughs> I was drinking quite a bit, mm. and I literally, I was like, here's, here's the thing, is this Blu-ray worthless? Like, joking, honey, thank you very much. It was a very thoughtful <laughs> gift. And then, yeah, I was cawing. I was fucking, I was crowing like a fucking bird. <laughs> a crow, one might say, when it got or to the park. Or a snipe. No. no. <gasps> I don't know what noise a snipes makes. Probably, come. That sounds like... I hope it. not. Can <laughs> you imagine being in the woods? You're like, and suddenly you hear it. Come. Anyway. Anyway, question. Let's uh, let's um, ask one last question, and we'll do we'll do a forty k one. You know, oh, just as a treat. I'm you sure Remley is used to that. <laughs> a bit of a treat. Um, what would um, what would, if you could change one piece of law? What would it be? Um. Oh, that's a very very hard one. There's so much because there's so much. <laughs> there's so you know, much you know that could. It doesn't have. To... I, I changed the retcon regarding the exorcists because they retconned them to be an imperial fist successor chapter, which is stupid considering that originally they were a grey knight successor chapter, and then they got mm. rid of everything that made them interesting and just made them the most boring and generic imperial fist successor chapter out there. It's like, well, that's just a crap now. <laughs> mm. And to be honest, I, I'm, I'm convinced they only made that uh, retcon purely on the basis that. You know, well, Grey Knights can't have Primaris Marines, but Exorcists can. They share the same gene seed source. Hmm. So I think that's literally the only reason they made the retcon. Yeah. Mm. Some of them are just made for very, like, mercenary reasons. Like, it's like, oh, we need want to do this. Ah, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I mean, uh, my my go to one has always been um, that I just really I, I I don't want Fenrisian wolves to be, you know, people mutant space wolf aspirants. I hate that, it. Yeah, it's stupid. I just want them to just be big wolves that live on Fenris. I think that's no fine. No wolves on Fenris! Yeah, never heard that one before, commenter, before you fucking start typing. Yeah, I really hate that. <laughs> I, I, I just really don't like that bit of lore. I don't I don't exactly know why. It just, I just go, uh, I don't like that. Mm. That rubs me the wrong way. Mm. but what about you? Um, yeah, pass. I can't <laughs> think of anything off the top of my head. Fair. Beyond, I've as got... we mentioned before, on similar questions, Tau not being... That was know. literally what I was going to say. I have two. So I have the annoying people answer, mm. which is um, I would make it so men couldn't weren't physically strong enough to be space marines because <laughs> I know the internet would catch fire. <laughs> I would be literally somewhat people from the internet would be so mad at me they would teleport and physically manifest in my home to physically attack me. If you had it the power, be, to if do I had that. the power, and it would be so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, it. It's fucking stupid, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I would say, like, have the Tau just be the unequivocal good guys. Just, you know, because, like, they kind of, like, were leaning into that, like, quite early on. Um, no, not even, maybe even, like, unequivocal, but, like, generally, like, they're to gonna have, they're gonna have some flaws, and that's fine. Mm. But oh, yeah, like, not, but just, if they're, they're like, just... aiming to be good. Yeah, it's like nice. make them like and... they might cock up and do bad things back sometimes. Yeah, like, like, but, I'm not saying like yeah. make it so that they never do something wrong. Just kind of like make it so that the, you know the like Eternals and like, whatever the ethereals, ethereals. yeah, uh, don't just go. Oh, we can just tell you things, and now you'll viciously defend it, and that's it. I like just make it so that you know they they go to planets and like hey. We just want to like establish kind of like a kind of a friendly partnership. That's cool. Um. And then people will be like, yeah, okay. And then they, it's just a chill kind of thing. And I do kind of, I do, I do kind of feel that they missed a trick, but also, yeah, grim darkness of the far future. There is only everyone is is a dickhead. Yeah. I think they, I think it was one of the, I do, I do understand why they, they, they did it because it's like otherwise the only way to have them be good and it work in the grim dark setting is to make it, um, is to make it so that they were as irrelevant as they were when they first appeared. Yeah, so I, I, I get it. The I, one race being it. that's good being like pointless. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's that's fairly grim. So dark, I guess but... I'm falling back on my men just aren't strong enough to be space <laughs> marines. Sorry, sorry, men. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll 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 uh, wrap up there. Sorry, we didn't get to many of the questions. Yeah, you can um, always email us the questions that we didn't answer to the mm-hmm. at gmail dot com. Yep. Do do it. Yep. But yeah, so. That was it. Thank you very much for your questions and thank you for listening. And a very big special thanks to Remilays, like mayonnaise, for joining us. It was awesome to finally have you back. Indeed it was, yes. <laughs> and okay. someone finally used the sample properly. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the Discord has added sound effects, which is actually pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, do you want to... Do... No one can hear. <laughs> which we'll have to put in in post. Uh, do you want to plug your the places where people can find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube at 40k Theories, Twitter at 40k Theories, Facebook at 40k Theories, Patreon at 40k Theories. It's very easy to find me. <laughs> very consistent. He, you literally will be tripping over him. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Stay fresh, cheese bags. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Ramley, say goodbye. Bye.
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Nice.